0: This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and
1: connect. If anyone is looking for me, I'll be over there. Way over there. Nowhere close to this. This. uh, Disappointment. Because, really, this is a disappointment. I came here looking for fun. For comedy. To have a laugh. But this. uh, this is like opening a smartly wrapped Christmas gift and finding a greasy, stinky turkey leg from 1982. And not even a good turkey! That was the year Aunt Carol got one from that truck on the side of I 89 days before Thanksgiving! Yeah, that kind of disappointment. So, thanks for the gift. This is funny people talking.
2: Hey everybody,
3: welcome to my, 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 my... He said funny people talking. I For did. those of you who I couldn't understand. understand.
2: Why can't I just start the show just saying welcome to funny people talking?
3: There, that was it. I did. Keep oh, I
2: that. Let me try that again.
3: Welcome <laughs> to funny people talking. Mm-hmm.
2: We could do Dead like Pirates. Marvin the Martian.
3: We'll throw back to an auto.
0: Yeah,
3: If you guys are, if anyone is still listening, sorry. Um, (laughs) They're already out. They're gone. Um, (laughs) Otto Asando's episode, he did an amazing Marvin the Martian.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. His episode of this show. show.
3: Yes. Yeah. Of this show. Oh, sorry. He's also on The Code code. on CBS. (laughs) But no, when he was on this show, he did Marvin the Martian. He did not.
1: C9 Fortress
2: Space
3: Modulator. That was wrong.
2: All right, anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome. Uh, I'm Mark raco one of your hosts, and directly to the right side of me, although you may not realize that, depends on how we've panned the show in post production. Yeah, but uh, is Danielle Beckman? Hey, Danielle.
3: Hey, I'm Danielle Beckman. I, knew you were gonna <laughs> do that. I was waiting. She
2: always does that. I didn't uh, do that
3: in a while, though. No. I, uh, Thanks for um yeah. thanks for introducing me Mark. Guess what my birthday was a couple days ago.
2: I'm where um Elsie and I both came to the party. I know and you guys it.
3: were so sweet. Yay. And
2: um it was fun to see you amongst all of your other friends.
3: I do have other friends. Yeah, I know. Were you surprised? N- no. Oh my god, thank you. Well,
2: I know one of your other friends Antonia. Hi Antonia. Hi Antonia. Uh,
3: and- oh my god, wait, Antonia is how I met our guest today.
2: Are you kidding me? No, no. I'm not That's kidding. That's how I met Danielle was through Antonio. What? Many
3: yeah. Many years
2: ago. Our like, guest. you have known each other for like 10 years or something? No,
3: like Mark. Yes. No. no, uh, wait,
2: wait, no you I'm and sorry. me? No, maybe like eight <laughs> or <laughs> nine years.
3: No, you. Eight no. Eight or nine
2: years, yes. This is
3: not true.
2: It, it is true. No, it's not. Why? How long <laughs> have you been in New is York? This
3: so funny <laughs> to me. Wait, you mean you and Antonia have known each other that long? No, I've
2: known Antonia about 11 years. Okay, but but you've known me? I'm pretty sure I've known you like eight years.
3: No, because...
2: (laughs) Why? Why? Were you in a coma until four years ago and then woke up?
3: Well, maybe I was in a coma yesterday.
2: How long have you lived in in New York?
3: 11 years. So it's
2: possible I could have known you in that period of time.
3: Yes, but Mark, I'm telling you. We met through... Michael Roderick. Yes, I know. Which I only met him about five, six years ago.
2: So, oh.
3: boom. All right, fine. Facebook will tell. We'll look later.
2: Okay, anyway. Thanks
3: for staying with us.
2: Also friends. with
3: us. Oh, we have another person here. <laughs> we do. Oh, it's yeah. LC, hey.
2: producer. Hey, Elsie. Hi.
3: Elsie, are you? Wow.
1: <laughs> Elsie, <Really? LC,
2: laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure Elsie just had a macchiato or something because she's, woo are you? You know, even for you, I would say you're low energy
4: today. Are you okay? I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. you just hanging. Yep. Just, just listening to your witty just, banter.
3: Okay. Is it witty? Thank you. Yeah, well, thank I, you. That's, that's so nice. generous.
2: Just to be clear, that's that's about an eight and a half on energy. From Elsie. From Elsie. Uh, it's true. Now, with that last answer. Uh, also with us in the studio, and I do feel, with all due respect to you, my good friend, Danielle, and to you, Elsie, we may have saved the best for last. Oh. Her name is... Regina I. She is a comedian extraordinaire... Uh, If you've ever somehow been lucky enough to be in the studio audience for The View, which records in New York City, uh, you will have experienced the comedy stylings of Miss Regina DeChico, who is the warm-up comedian for The View. Uh, She's been a warm-up comedian for a number of shows over time, not just The View, as well as worked behind the scenes on Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's done... Stand up, plenty of times, out and about in the world. I and, saw her
3: there, out and about in the world.
2: And, it was great. And she's uh, shared her comedy with the world in a number of ways, which we will talk about great. in in a, in a in just a few enjoying
0: minutes. it. This all and checks this out. Is very very cool so <laughs> far.
2: Okay, this all checks out. I, I can out. throw this card that uh, Regina wrote for me away now.
1: So anyway, so uh, so, so happy
2: to have you here in the studio. It's really nice for you to join us. So excited to be here. Uh, yeah. We're gonna have a lot of fun. So coming up on the show in addition to talking to Regina, I have a couple of things that have happened that I have to share and we are going to take a walk down the aisles of the Tony Awards thanks to oh. our good friend Danielle who was there.
3: Ba- na- na- yeah. na- na- so, and
2: she, she this is what she
3: <laughs> this is what she Instagram texted
2: song. me. Danielle texted me, "I've got stories." exclamation point. So I can't wait
3: Oh God!
2: Can't yeah. wait. Okay, so we're gonna have that plus a big, nice, whopping interview with Regina, and also a brand new improv game, which is kind of a takeoff on old old version of an improv game, but it's gonna be brand it's gonna
3: new. be brand new. And, it's so new.
2: Mm, by the way, end of show food. Delicious. All that is coming up, but, but first, I do have a question for you, Danielle.
3: Oh, okay. Okay, sure.
2: I need you to explain something.
3: Why? Please? I don't want to explain things. <laughs> I don't want to. What do you want me to explain, man? I want you
2: to explain the terrarium. I saw you walking around our office, our studio office area, walking around with a terrarium. You know, a terrarium like a like it's like a fishbowl that you, you like keep a lizard yes. or a toad in or, yeah. or something like that, and it's got little plants and yeah. maybe sand or rocks or something and uh usually put it under warm light or something like that. And you were just walking around with this cute little terrarium. The oh, truth you thought is, it was cute. Thank I you. I did. And I didn't actually see anything obviously living in it. So I was trying to understand why you were walking around with it. And also wh- whose house is that?
3: It is the house of the ghost of my pet turtle Buster from my childhood. Poor Buster. No, no. He's alive. He's undead, if you will. He's a ghost. And he lives in his terrarium. That's why you didn't see anything, Mark. Oh. But isn't it cute see he lives here? He has sand, so he has little plants. It? He loved bananas when he was alive. Now, why is this
2: why was this out and about with you today?
3: Um, because I secretly carry him on Tuesdays. <laughs> Where well, have you been? I've never we noticed We usually you know. film on a Tuesday. I know. You know why? I know. You're so distracted every time I wear a different fashion statement that you're like you missed the terrarium. I
2: yeah, I guess it's just an uh, a kuchawan, I never really noticed.
3: Oh my gosh, you're so French. Say that again.
2: Un kuchawan? Oh, je ne sais pas.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, like one so of four words I know. I grew up with Buster as a child. Yeah. And he's just—he was a box turtle. He's super cute. What's a
2: box turtle?
3: Uh, size of a box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that really why they're,
2: they're called a box turtles? They're like <laughs>
3: half of a shoebox size.
2: They're half of a shoebox size.
3: Yeah, sure. But I think that's true. But um, Buster was really, really sweet, and get, the reason that I still carry around his spirit is because he ex- he survived the extermination of my first house growing up. Oh. I wow. know, and we went back down sit- to San Diego to find him. We found him under the house after the entire house had been exterminated, and we brought him up to our wow. new place in L.A. Does he have
2: two shells now? Like,
3: well, oh he's, gosh. yep, it's been a shell oh. of a time for him. <gasps> so mm. I'm just not uh, sure if I can part with this terrarium.
2: Do you know what Elsie saw the other day? Didn't you see a turtle out in the city the other day? tortoise. A tortoise? Yeah.
3: Oh, wait, Elsie... Your Instagram is Elsie, the producer, right? I think right. I saw it on there. Yeah. So, oh, my God.
2: So you actually were just walking around and then someone had a tortoise? Right. Like out on the street? Like <sighs> on a
4: leash or something? No leash. No just walking.
3: Yeah, the they're leash. super slow, guys. Hello? No they're not going to run tortuses. anywhere. Um, I mean. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy. Do um, you do
2: it
4: just to give him confidence? You're just like, <laughs> <yeah>. Buster, don't <laughs> run. Oh, no. And you am just giving confidence, you no. Know?
3: Yeah. It
4: was waiting across the street. (laughs)
3: Still
0: waiting right now. How can
2: you tell the difference between waiting and walking with a turtle? The
4: light was red and she stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Turtle that follows the rules, you can tell. (laughs) I'm not joking. But, like, why Why
0: did the turtle
4: cross the road? Because her owner was going across the street, too, and he was letting her walk for herself.
0: But that's not
3: a punchline. I know, but it, <laughs> but it is the truth. Okay,
4: <laughs> all right. But true. True. No, the guy, you know, so. the truth guy, um, that's it. he said that he'd had her for nine years. She was an African something something tortoise.
3: Okay, so bigger. She was very big. Yeah, because like Buster was like this big.
4: No, she was big. She was the size of a cat.
3: Meow. So like
4: an NBA shoebox. Yeah. So
2: I have a wow. question: Do children's shoes come in smaller shoeboxes or the same yes. size shoebox?
3: Yes, I've been to Payless. Have you?
2: (laughs) Not in the the children's (laughs) department, but yes. I
3: used to shop there when I was a size five and a half. I remember.
2: That's hilarious. All right. um, Okay,
3: well, so the ghost of Buster will be with us. Amen. All right.
2: I'm going to notice from now on and not think it's an accoutrement.
3: It's Tuesday accoutrement tortoise day. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, Before we start the show proper, any nerdy. Tip for us today.
3: I do have a nerd tip today. Just a
1: tip, nerd tip.
3: So this. Is super cool. It's, I found this. By the s- way,
2: I find it very funny that you've already been talking for like 15 minutes. And the moment your nerd tip came, you grabbed the mic and you pulled it closer. <laughs> <laughs> somehow, somehow it was like, okay, now
0: we're really going to get on the Now mic. it matters. I'm
3: um, sorry. I moved it back to be no, normal. I think it's because I'm now holding <laughs> oh, okay. an iPad. Okay. So I found this website called nerdfitness.com so like I've started to work out just in my own house like in my living room um but okay it's like you know how there are like all these different workout programs and all this stuff and whatever but this one is actually like it's it seems so amazing in every way because it was created by a bona fide nerd. So, like, it's like, we give you every food thing you'll need. We give you every at-home workout. And it's like, it's kind of like they work intellectually first. So, it's like all brain and then everything else. And I was like, that's super cool. And um, the guy, this guy... <sighs> I couldn't find his last name for a long time, um, but his first name's Steve, and I was like, really? Like, Steve Urkel, but it's fine. His last name is, um oh, my God, I still can't find it. Maybe it's just Steve. So, anyway, he they call him their rebel leader, and I was like, oh, oh man. Oh, man,
2: that's really Here digging. we are.
3: But, y'all, listen, I was ready to sign up. It was good prices, and... um Basically, this guy, Steve, I seriously can't find it. Uh, he created this thing because he, he himself was struggling with, like, getting in shape and all this stuff. And the way he designed it is kind of like a video game or like Dungeons and Dragons where you level up. So you have to beat your levels. And I was like, this appeals to nerds. This is perfect. So go, Steve. I seriously don't even know his last name. And I name. would like
2: to point out, and I mean, I mean this genuinely with respect to nerds everywhere yeah so many nerds i i believe maybe i'm generalizing are playing video games or um or reading or Mm -hmm. watching movies or playing Dungeons and dragons many of these things some sometimes there's physical involvement because they're you know doing mock battles or something like that and physically but so much involves being sedentary
1: mm-hmm. and, oh
3: and, and if you're a computer programmer you're on yes. the computer oh, sure. so, that's what this yeah. guy was so, Steve. So,
2: to be able to actually connect with the nerd thinking yes and bring physicality into it i think is is important
3: i 100 percent agree and that's what he said wow. he was like i was sick okay. of being sedentary his last name is cam i found i found it did steve it cam steve cam i wonder
0: if he has a steve Steve, no, Steve Cam. It does sound like he has a Steve Cam. Oh, that but it sounds. Is... is that really coincidence? I don't think yeah, but so.
2: That's the darker part of his person.
0: Okay. But you guys, it <laughs> happens. He offers been... a lot of services. It's... That's all we need to know. Oh, but also, it service. ends with a B.
3: Oh. Steve Camba, like a Cam. Cam.
2: It's, it sounds like someone who's trying to say Campbell, but got shot in the middle of it.
3: And it also sounds like he might be trying to be Steve Urkel. Just saying. Mm. So, anyway, congrats, Nerd Fitness. How do you
2: know it's not Cam B?
3: Cause he said it. I, I had to uh, dig it up on a video, guys. Really? I really spent really, a lot of time. You need. I'm ready for a membership. Thanks, Steve Gam. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, thank you for that unusual.
3: It was just the tip. tip. You're welcome.
2: Well orchestrated and executed as well.
3: Oh, wow! Thank you.
2: <laughs> we love you, Danielle. Uh, love you. Hey, you know, you know what you could do uh, just to get things going.
3: Mark, start the show. Thanks. Thanks.
1: From the Mouth Media Network studios in New York City, and from the same people who brought you Monkey Radio with Mark, this is Funny People Talking, with Mark Rako, Danielle Beckman, and Elsie. All
2: right, everybody, we are here with, well, all of us, and you, but also Regina DiCicco, she is. Quite, she gave me a big thumbs up because I got that. Nailed I got it. Got her name on the first try. You may not know this, but it, when you hear me say it earlier, there may be a number of edits involved that have allowed that to happen. This was real. Uh, anyway, uh, Regina, so glad you're here. Uh, before we get to the big story, which really is about the Tonys. Oh um, yeah, and, Chef, and mm-hmm, you know, I don't mm-hmm. care if you you know you may you may may not care about the Tonys, but I think. There's probably some some fun stories here, which is really what the value is of the of, of talking about it. But I do have a couple of very quick things. First of all, just to get some housekeeping out of the way. Oh, yeah. Um, it is very important that we have our appeal to Tina. to to tina Now, just for Regina's edification, one of our goals on this show, our objectives of the show's even existence – yeah, because I personally have had a number of very close calls with Tina Fey where I almost worked with her a few times and just – it just it just too close call, a call. I feel like we're destined to cross paths. So part of what we're doing is putting it out to the universe on every show in whatever way we can and appealing and praying to the comedy gods and the universe for Tina Fey to somehow just give us a moment of her existence at some point on this show – Tina, that could be, obviously, an appearance on the show, a phone call, a voicemail, a message. A
3: temporary tattoo uh, of a, your a, a face. A drive-by.
2: Yeah. know, Have your driver swing by our street. We'll be waiting outside and wave to you. Are Whatever we announcing
3: where the studio is? That's kind of weird.
2: She can DM <laughs> us, and we will tell her exactly We're where is. We're in
3: Midtown.
2: Midtown chelsea Anyway.
3: <laughs> oh, come on, Daniel. Now everyone knows. <laughs> was that bad? No, oh, shit. But, uh, oh, I just cursed. That okay. was fun. So Cut well, that out. Cut no, that out. No, we... we Really? We're putting an E on this episode. Okay, go wild. That's
2: right. Go crazy, Uh, everyone. (laughs) Anyhow, so uh, if you will join me in those, and Regina, if you Um, would like to join in, please feel free. Uh, we are appealing to the comedy as O oh, Tina Fey. Please Tina, come on the show. We Tina. love you, Tina Fey. You're wow. brilliant. You're a, a goddess. Please Please come on the show. Skyna, we'll even take a drive. We will
3: bring you your favorite a, one.
2: Look alike is almost don't a worry, record. Alec
3: Baldwin won't be here. Just kidding. We know you May. love him. Please come please on the come. show. Please come. Just you.
2: Thank
3: Amen.
2: Thank you.
3: That was <laughs> so Gregorian.
2: So as I task all of our <laughs> guests, if somehow, some way you have even the loosest connection that aims in her way and you want to just let them know about this crazy, funny thing the show does in which they're just putting it out there. Hey, that's a great story. It's you know, Tina Fey hears about this and makes it happen. She does
0: something. The video goes viral. You Everybody know. talks about it. We know how never, it plays out.
3: We know. We know. No, we'll do it quietly. It's a formula. No one even
0: has to know. Or they don't need to know because it means We're... that much to you. It does. Yes.
2: It personally means that it's not about fame. This is about appreciation of her great Love talent. It. And I mean that. So, okay. And
3: it's about fame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to put that in. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> it is. Okay, thanks, Mark. Okay,
2: moving on. Okay. Uh, next, real quick, before we get to the Tonys. Yeah, what's uh, going on with you? Things. One is I had to mention that today, immediately prior to uh, recording the show, remember recently I talked about how I had had jury duty... And then yes. I postponed it the last time minute, and it was really a weird process, and it, they, they sucked the whole process. Yeah, because like I
3: had, I didn't have jury duty so too long guess ago. guess what I had today? Jury duty. Jury duty
2: today. And so uh, I did not get selected for a jury, but I was in the selection process voir for dire. a jury. What?
3: Voir, voir, dear. What does that mean? That's the jury selection process. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oui, oui.
2: Wow, they didn't say that. It today. is the
3: Latin thing. Ah, uh-huh. it's the I don't know what it means. I just thought so it was, don't listen.
2: Jury. selection.
3: No, but it's really it's it's called avoir dear. Oh, yeah.
2: Which is weird because most of law is in Latin, not in French. So
3: no, that was Fran- Latin.
2: Yeah. Oh, you said it was French.
3: No, oh my god! Play the tape back. I'm it was sure. Latin. Okay. I said it was Latin.
2: Okay, if you did, it sounded like French to me.
3: It's all French to me. Anywho, okay, hold on. So, so you did go through. So I went
2: through, and here's what I was just going to share. So it was really funny because I have to be careful I don't say anything that points the actual case. Oh. Well, no, no, no. Just out of respect for the people involved.
3: Got it. But, NDA.
2: But they didn't normally when you're in jury selection, they do it in like a courtroom, and you're sitting all in the back, and the the, the judge and the and, and the and the lawyers are in the front, and then they call you up one by one or whatever they do, right? Yep. They didn't have a courtroom available, I think. So we got in this tiny little room and they squashed 35 people in the room. I'm telling you, it was not much bigger than this studio. And then what? They got the, 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 Two lawyers, one for the plaintiff, one for the defendant, were at the front of the room, squished behind this desk. And when people got up and they had to go out of the room, they had to sort of like shimmy by the desk oh to my get by, right? Okay. So so I'm really That's like so very uncomfortable in there, right? And we're like sitting there. We're not allowed you know, to talk. We're not allowed my to use God. our phones. We just have to like sit there squashed. It was really, it was like flying, really. Like yeah. And so the part I wanted to tell you, though, funny, my was God. this was a... I can say it was a medical malpractice lawsuit, and the person to whom the injuries had been allegedly mm-hmm. done
1: mm-hmm. was
2: representing himself <gasps> wow. against the doctor, oh. and the doctor's real lawyer was in the room. The man representing himself as not a lawyer, but had taken some law classes over the last few years to be ready for the trial. Whoa. And my guess is this is his first trial. I may be wrong. And he was a colorful gentleman dressed, not in a suit and tie, but in a polo shirt and a and a checkered blazer and jeans. Whoa. Conducting the jury selection in front of us. And it was really funny because every so often he'd go slightly off the rails. And you could just see the buttoned up lawyer for the defendant who had to sit next to him as part of this process just biting his lip. Oof. Watching this guy just decimate the process, and every once in a while, he'd kind of turn to him and go, No, 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 that's not that. No, that, oh, no, no. And he would, no. Look, he would look at the bunch of us and go, No, you're not gonna, that's not gonna happen. And it was just like, it was one point he scared us. I don't remember what he said. He said something like, oh. e- they'll come after, Oh, like if you don't tell the truth or if you don't come or something like that, they'll come knocking on your door. And the other guy's like, no, they're not going to come knocking on your (laughs) door. It was crazy. It was really, it was really interesting. So very, very quickly. So then when I went out, so one by one, they asked us to come out of the room and we talked to them and told them if we had any conflicts or issues. And one of the things I told him was... You're gonna to have to be careful about this. Yeah, there, there was there was a situation <laughs> yeah. in the past that I had that involved some legal stuff, yep. uh, in which the person had something in common with this guy. Exactly. And the minute I told them that, it was so funny because it wasn't there. They were, they weren't just like, um, okay, thank you very much. the 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 plaintiff was just like, um, well, I'm not gonna want that.
3: Just boom, just, right out of there. Just,
2: uh, and and if whatever you think, like in your mind, you're imagining this very colorful gentleman to be like, right? Pro. I'll tell you off air what he looked like, and okay. I want to see. Do you have bright pink shirt?
3: Sorry, no, I just not, saw pink. No,
2: no, but I okay. did. I did notice that when he came back from the lunch break, there was an extremely large water spot on his polo shirt. He must have spilled something up during lunch and had to wash it all out. It was just so funny. So,
3: if you had to choose a genre of any of the crime TV shows that are oh so popular, what was today? Was it like, like you know CSI? Was it The Good Wife? Was it um, like? Of all the court shows that it was Reno a judge Judy. Okay, perfect, <laughs> genius.
2: <laughs> so anyway, that happened. So then the other thing I was oh just going to tell you God. real quick was on a more serious but strange note. The other day I was uh, alone in the apartment, and and all of a sudden I heard all this commotion outside, and yeah. I like people were shouting and things were clanging and a woman was screaming, and. I kind of ran out and I saw a woman holding a baby and car doors open and I hear someone yelling and running down the street. And it turns out that someone who lives in our building had left the car door open in New York City. Mm -hmm. Then I guess went inside to get his wife and the baby and then then they came out and they found a man going through the car. (laughs) And then when he – and then – the The husband had was carrying the baby, and the guy, as he ran, pushed the wife. Oh, my and God. And the husband ran after the guy while holding the baby. Wow.
3: Oh, no, 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 baby. Don't do the and baby. And then
2: he somehow ended up handing off the baby to the woman, and the baby fell. <gasps> Now I will tell you the good news. I learned. I, I learned. God,
1: we're I learned
2: out. <laughs> you're, you're like Mark. You buried the lead. <laughs> but now tell I will him. tell you. They while they called an ambulance, I did find out later the baby is fine. Thank but you. but oh. it was it. And so when the guy ran after this guy, he's shouting after him down the. You know the guy yells he's got a knife, and I guess the husband eventually disengaged. And this all happened Well, I in, have like,
3: this baby. I mean, I have a knife, too. It's called a Swiss Army. Anyway, uh uh-huh. And I was just (laughs) like...
2: And I was just... It's amazing that people will leave their car doors open in New York City. Yeah. On... And not in like Riverdale, you know, just yeah. not, not necessarily. Well, we don't know Riverdale. Maybe you shouldn't I either. Well, I'll tell you, years ago when I had a house in Rochester, I oh, had, my, yeah. I had uh, my car in my driveway and I lived in a nice suburb and I came, a friend was over, came out and both of our cars had their car doors open. Uh-oh, uh, unlocked. I mean, unlocked. Oh, unlocked. And both of them had been robbed. Yep. And someone had taken all of the belongings that were in our cars, including, unfortunately, my friend's purse.
3: Ooh, leaving the purse. Yeah. And,
2: which was a big mistake. Right. And then they had taken all of those belongings oh. and strewn them up one street and down another.
3: Wait a minute. And, so they didn't take anything?
2: And the only thing they ended up taking the long run was, I think, her phone. And maybe some money out of the wallet. But everything else was, we eventually collected. Right. Much of it was wow. dirty and everything like that. We got it. But the violation that I felt. And, oh, yeah. And I'm sure she felt that to, to have had that happen. Because one thing, have your because I've had two times a car's been broken. And yeah. one time they smashed a the window in.
3: Right. I've had a smash. It's horrible. And did they take
2: stuff with the smash? Oh, yeah. Like CDs or
3: something like yeah, that. Yeah, they took was? like CDs. I, I had nothing in there. It was college. Also, now that you're – if you're from L.A., you don't leave anything in your car. It's like New York. You don't leave anything at a Starbucks table while Mm -hmm. you turn your back.
2: It's like you like (laughs) Lisa Loeb that bad, you have to smash it. It was Atlantis. (laughs) Well, there you Close. go. Okay. Well, you know, you ought to know.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, sorry. I did that. Okay. <laughs> it's ironic. I had to swallow uh, that jagged going. little pill.
3: Yeah. Let's keep going. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm down. It's ironic, uh, though, that I am so, done.
2: So. Anyway, just, I just had to tell you that happened. It was just a Did weirdest, you catch that one? Yes.
3: Thank God. The,
2: the thing about ironic? Yeah.
3: Thank yeah, God. The one called. I had already said? Dang it. You said yeah. that? Did you? Yes. Uh oh, that's fine. You can say. Uh oh, well. is my brain okay? Yeah. Oh no.
2: Okay. By the way,
0: <laughs> I thought we weren't talking. It's about funny. I, know, I know, but I'm like,
2: it's funny though because 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 unless you exhibit. No, said overt you said you want to
0: know. You didn't say ironic. I did.
2: It might have been Did missed.
0: He? Yeah, because I think you jagged little pilled and then uh, he, ironic, I, th- I believe it was a ping pong. I think
2: what that was is you were so interested in getting out your material, you weren't listening to the thank material. Thank God
3: I don't have brain lapses.
2: <laughs> okay. No, as
3: long fine. as I'm interrupting you're and fine. ignorant, I'm I, fine. <laughs> I think you're, I think
2: you're, you still got all cylinders going, my friend. Oh, thank God. By the way, I see that you voted today. I voted. Uh, congratulations. In
3: Kings County, Brooklyn. Good for you. Yeah, uh, we got some judges coming up. Wow. Yeah, just two spots I voted for. I
2: have to tell you I legitimately and this is my own ignorance. I did not know today was an election day.
3: I have had it on my calendar for a month. I don't know. I didn't know. You know what's?
0: I should have known, I didn't know.
3: I do you what borough are you in Regina? In Manhattan. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess like, So I don't right, I felt the same way, honestly. It's just yeah. like I
0: was like, I don't remember seeing a voting machine today. Was I supposed to do something today? Yes, I had a, a moment of so no, maybe. It's
3: just Kings County. No,
2: I feel the same way every time I see someone says I gave blood. I'm like, oh, I didn't know today was the day. (laughs) Where where,
3: where are you guys doing this? I so so would have done it. (laughs) I I promise. (laughs) Um, but the whole thing with this that was funny is uh, one of my roommates, I, I get a lot of you know mail about voting and legislation and people running for office and whatnot because. I am registered with specific parties, so I get to vote in the primaries and all that stuff. And one of my roommates was like, "Wow, you get a lot of this stuff." And I'm like, "It's because I'm I'm taking part in our um our legal system and justice system." And he's not from America, so okay. and for I mean, he's lived well, here for ourselves. a long time That's now. Funny. But and also, he lived in Connecticut for a long time. But I feel like in New York, they paper you, you know, so he's like, what is all this stuff coming?
2: <laughs> That's interesting because I will tell you, I know I haven't voted in primaries because I know I'm not registered with a party. Right. I I
3: used to not be. I, I understand.
2: I, I, this is just me. I'm not pontificating uh, what I think other people should be thinking or anything. Yeah. I ha- I don't believe in the party systems. I believe they exist. I understand that they exist. I I don't like the fact that they're per Nothing That's I can hard. do about it. They're going to exist. But and I know that they exist in other countries in the world. Right. But what I'm saying is, is I don't believe that my ideals fit squarely and only in one party. And I don't want to support a candidate just because they are with my party, and, and, and that would be the implication of registering for one party, although right. technically you could vote for whoever you wanted.
3: Yeah, you could. And the, also, I get to vote in all the primaries. Kind right. of yeah. interesting. Yeah.
2: So, so I, I'm explaining why I haven't done it. No, That's I get sad, you. That said, however, oh. given the events of recent years, I've been starting to rethink that a little bit because- That's what I, I'm saying? I, I, I feel like I'm not- Participating as actively in enough of the process, yeah. Um, and I can't bitch about it if I, I get don't, you
3: right. And you're concerned. in the red berets. We all know <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was. was it's that, like
3: the green party, but they wear red. Oh, do you know about the com- red berets? Communists? Are you calling me a communist? Anyway, <laughs> oh my god! I hope don't take away Mark's health insurance, guys. <laughs> wow. Just kidding.
2: Okay, um, <laughs> Elsie, did you vote today? No. Did you know it was an election day?
3: No. But do you live in Kings County? No. Then there you go.
2: (laughs) But it's not just election day in Kings County, is it?
3: I don't know. It's a primary for our um, judges, uh, for the council. Council members. Just for Kings County? Yeah, yeah literally I think, two I days. Think it's just not. For Kings County. I think it's.
2: <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's election day more than just in Kings County. Well,
3: day. if anyone's listening, it's already passed. <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah, tell how you us missed how it. you voted, and so, we'll see you on Twitter.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> hope, for your judges. Congratulations, candidate X. <laughs>
3: uh, speaking Whoa. of voting, I was at an award show recently. <laughs> yes, you
2: were. <laughs>
3: yes. What
2: a we're going to talk about that right after the no. We're gonna, <laughs> no okay. So what? It's commercial. Okay, so. so Dan Danielle Beckman.
3: Hi, I, that's me.
2: What commercial? What comor-
3: <laughs> well, I was in an eBay commercial, okay. and I was in... <laughs>
2: I was. Well, you can call me Jay. You um, can call me Ray.
3: Is that an eBay commercial? That, that
2: was actually a commercial, I'm going to guess, in the oh 70s, or 80s, 70s or 80s.
3: I uh, didn't I, even was, know that time. Goes,
2: well, you can call me Jay, or you can call me Ray, but you doesn't have to call me Johnson. I think that's what it was. <laughs> I don't remember what it was for. It was for a beer. Do you remember that, Elsie? No. No.
3: It's not for Johnson & Johnson? No. I, I mean, I remember a, the commercial.
4: I don't know
2: it what might it was been for, a, though. might a beer. I don't know. I'll find out. But anyway, okay, so Speaking you... Speaking of <laughs>
3: beer slogans. What
2: award show were you at, Danielle? Well, we I... Because we didn't announce it earlier I, in the show.
3: Did we not? We did. Or, dang it. See, I thought we did. Yeah. Oh, my brain's playing tricks on me. I was at the... Antoinette Perry Awards, a.k.a. the Tony Awards. Uh Yes, it is named for a woman. It's Tony. It should be T-O-N-I, Antoinette.
2: You know, it would be great if Tyler Perry... (laughs) <laughs> presents Tyler. <his laughs> Tyler, well, he, Tyler Perry. He probably the on. Perry
3: no, oh, that would actually that'd be really fun. I can
2: see it happening. There, there should with be a hybrid special musical guest, Steve Perry.
3: I always came up with an, this idea that, like, what if the Tonys were just like, like my two uncles, Tony, like sitting right, smoking, right. and it's like, come watch the Tonys, <laughs> and it's like, what would most... you think of Hades Town? Yeah, 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 <laughs> and it's like their whole review of the year.
2: That's right. Uh
3: the Tonys. Yeah. My all right. I, I wish they bring Uncle back. That Bette Midler. Yeah. She was good in her 30s. Okay. Yeah. No, she's good now. Anyway. Okay, so here's what happened, y'all. I was a seat filler this year. Yes. And what do you do? You sit your butt down in a seat. You get up. You move. You free up the seat for a famous person to sit down. Mm-hmm. It's all for the TV Regina, I'm sure having... So that way they can never cut
1: to an
0: audience and have someone missing from a seat. That's what you would be. You'd be that person.
3: You're the fluffer of the crowd. The judge. Okay, so I got there. um, I found out two days before I was going to go. This is my fourth time going. So it's old hat by now, folks. But I did need a dress, so I went to Ye Old Buffalo Exchange. And I got a Ye Old Vintage dress. And I... When what's happening?
2: Nothing. Continue. Oh, thank you. Elsie is producing behind the scenes and she handed me background information that I can bring up at a later time. Oh my god! It wasn't designed to bring the show to a halt. (laughs) This is that's why she handed me quietly. Radio
3: phone. (laughs) Thank you, Elsie. No, I thought you were about to show it to me, and I was like, Elsie, I didn't make
2: even the slightest move in your direction. (laughs) But I
3: love the purple phone case. Okay, Okay, speaking of purple, I have no segue. So. Um, I was a seat filler at the Tony, So for, there were many things um, against me that day. Okay. Um, one of which, I'm so sorry if you're listening and you're a man, but I'm a woman. And I had the worst cramps of my life. Um, and it's a thing that happens to women a lot. Yeah. We don't talk about it. I'm talking about it. Actually, one of our first episodes, we talked about it. Yeah. So whatever. So... I arrive. You get there super early, and I had my vintage dress on. I had my Spanx, and I get in, and um, they file us in, and I sit down, and I hear this, and I was like, "No," I was like, "Wait, that's that was very loud." And I go to feel around, and I'm like, "Oh, I think my back of my dress is fine. Like, I'm fine. Something ripped. It was probably the lining." So then, we get debriefed. You know, because you're there to volunteer, essentially. Um, but you get to see the show, which is really fun. So we're bouncing around, bouncing around. I stand up for the first time, and I'm like, oh, I, those are my spanks. They're out and about. It's a different kind of show tonight for Danielle Beckman. Everyone can see things. So the problem is my undergarments didn't match my dress. So we got... Some bright nude colors underneath, and we got a black fringe on top. So I'm, like, freaking out. I'm like, guys, I have to fill seats all night. Like, my butt has to be in, like, Jeff Daniels' face because you have to squeeze. I'm doing a motion of squeezing for those who are listening. You have to, like, squeeze in to the aisle and sit down gracefully and then get up and et cetera, et cetera. So here I was feeling so vulnerable in every way, and the guys he was giving um, like the instructions for the seat fillers. I I sat there. You know when everything is kind of crumbled mm-hmm. and you just laugh. Mm-hmm. You just sit there and you just you just laugh. That was me. I was just like, <laughs> like in his and he's trying to talk to 150 seat fillers, and I'm just sitting there laughing. And he was like. And the people around me were like, are you okay? I was like, I am just laughing at myself. Like, I have to be here in my humanity in this moment. Um, So the girl next to me, she's like, you're coming with me. And she took me to the bathroom. And she had safety pins in the back of her dress that she had for safekeeping. Oh, safe. No pun intended. And she pinned my dress in the back. What a delight. So I ended up uh, coming back out. And what happens is if you ever want to be a seat filler, pro tips, like, first of all, wear uh, a dress, even if it's elite, le- like the less cuter dress, wear one that has give, um, don't go vintage. Also try sitting down in it before. That was my problem. I should have pulled it up and sat and I didn't. And also sometimes they make you run. So make sure you wear heels if you're a girl that you can run wow. in, which is crazy because yeah. the, the, how fast paced it is in commercial bikes. Anyway, so I come back up from the bathroom. I'm feeling like I'm a little stitched up. I'm a little bit better. And I get in line. And the guy comes up. The, one, the guy I was laughing at, I feel bad. His name's Dana. Hi, Dana. And he came up and he was like, I need you last 11 to come with me. And so what happened was he took us to this one area. And it was like a seating area where I got to sit for like 40 minutes before the show. Everyone else had to stand. Like, I kid you not, 100 people had to stand. I got to sit. I was like, the universe is somewhere on my side tonight. This is awesome. So then, right before the pre-show, I get called up and they're like, we need four people. Go, go, go. Because they have headsets on. And they pulled the four next to me to go. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh. I didn't I didn't make that cut. I'm just going to sit here. And they, this girl runs back up the aisle. She's like an intern. She's like, we need five, you. Like, one more. <laughs> and I was like, that's me. And so I went, and I got ushered down to the third row. Not in the um, orchestra pit, you know, but the third row. And I scooched in. And the technique is you're supposed to sit on the end. And as people come, you move in, fill in, fill in, fill in. And when that last person comes, you get up, and they get in. Um, so I just kept scooching in, a little scooch, a little scooch, and I looked around and I was like, oh, Laura Linney's right in front of me. Oh, uh, two Tony nominees are right next to me, Robin De Jesus and uh, one of the actors from Ain't Too Proud to Beg. I was like, oh, Michael Kors is right behind me. This is fun. And I sat there and the pre-broadcast happened from 7 to 8. No ushers moved me. And I was like, oh, this is fun. I'm just going to keep sitting here. 8 o'clock, James Corden's on stage. I'm looking at him. I'm like, no one's moving me. I'm, this is great. I feel like maybe I am taking the seats of two wealthy investors who just couldn't show up tonight. 9 o'clock rolls around. No one moves me. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I made the whole show. And I so you sat. you
2: paid to sit. Wow. To sit. The third row of the Tonys.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> I did not get moved once. And I did not have to have my embarrassing open right. six-inch hole in my dress wow. in front of everyone.
2: So I have a question.
3: Yes, ask away. Well, it's
2: not that exciting a question. But oh, Jay. I'm curious. <laughs> what kind of money does a seat filler make for doing something like that?
3: Oh, it's like a stipend, like thanks for coming.
2: Like, 30 bucks?
3: Yeah, le- less. Oh,
2: really? Okay. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just
0: like covering transportation. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like th- 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 this most. is a privilege But also, it's too. like, you're, right. it's a,
3: pr- no, it is like oh, a privilege. Oh, of course. You would pay, you know pay to do, do that.
0: So if they're, right. Yeah,
3: because, and honestly, if the, if I hadn't, if that sweet deal did not fall in my lap where I just sat there, yeah. um, I would have, I would have probably requested just to sit in the back behind the monitors because of my right. delicate condition of the night. Oh. Uh. But what else is crazy is Laura Linney's sitting there and on the big screen, she and Audra McDonald had a fun little tiff that was – some say it was planted. Some say it was fake. I think it was real. No, just kidding. It was fake. But it was cute. And I look on the big screen, and my friend Dana was sitting right next to Laura Linney. And I thought, oh, is Dana a seat filler? This is funny. And then I look, and I was like, wait, no, that's the woman who she's been talking to the whole show. They must be friends. So next commercial break, I'm like, Dana Dominic, And she turns around. She's like, oh, my God, Danielle Beckman. We used to work together at Ruby Tuesday 11 years ago. Wow. And she is Laura Linney's assistant. Wow. And she said, isn't Laura Lenny the best boss ever? She took me to the Tonys. And so, hey, Laura Lenny, if you're listening, you're a doll. But, yep. like, so cool. So we got to chat. I got to chat. We got to chat and chat. <laughs> um, I got to have Chit, a nice chat. little chat with them. And, yeah, it was just, it was really lovely. And the energy was really fun. And, um, uh, uh to top it off, the guy sitting next to me, he was also a seat filler. He also didn't get moved. His name was Ryan. What a doll. He's a company manager for Hamilton. And he hes was just there enjoying the show like me. So we had our little bonding moments. And nearly every number, Mark, I kid you not, like either every number or every category or like every other time, I knew someone. Right? Because i have been in New York 11 years. And – I'm like, oh, that's my friend Will. He's on stage in Oklahoma. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Joe Iconis. He used to develop shows at at my restaurant and that's so cool. And like like and he's nominated for a Tony. So it was and Ryan, this kid, he's like sitting next to me, he's like, Dude, he's like Are you sure you shouldn't be sitting in the third row? And I'm like, Oh bless you. <laughs> Look, Love if you're you. in
2: entertainment in New York or LA, I would imagine it that happens. I know my wife oh my will God, watch yeah. a movie or TV and she go. Hey, that's Bobby or that's
3: Davey or Absolutely. that's Susan, or whatever
2: and Bobby Davey and love him all. Um it's just it's just yeah. you know I, I used to vocal coach him or you know let's be and, and uh so one more thing I remember you mentioning it to me off mic that Uh-oh. might be worth. no no, no someone really- someone serenaded the audience in a commercial break.
3: Oh my right god. In front of you. Right in front of me. Billy Frickin' Porter. Porter. And that was one of the most organic, delicious, like theatrical moments I've ever witnessed. If
2: you don't know who Billy Porter is, if you're listening to this and just not cued into Broadway talent or whatever. He's he's a royal gem of the Broadway world at this point. He's in Kinky Boots. I don't know what else he was, and that's what he's
3: really really famous for. Yeah, he he um, skyrocketed with Kinky Boots, and now he's um the lead or one of the leads on the show Pose on FX, mm-hmm. and he's just now a fashion icon yeah, he's and, a and
2: dynamo and, of a talent.
3: Yeah, and when and there was a little karaoke moment, and literally James Corden was just being like, "Who wants to sing?" That's what was so cool. That part wasn't planned. You know, I'm sure like on commercial breaks. I don't know what you do, Regina. I can't (laughs) wait to hear. But but like it wasn't planted. Like there were certain little things that were for the audience. And so he's like, oh, I'll sing something. What do you got? And then it was like, I'll do Mama Rose. And then when he sang that first note that was really high. Mm -hmm. He was like, whoa. He's like, hey, I didn't come here to work. And James Corden grabbed the mic and said, yeah, you obviously don't want anyone staring at you. I understand. Yeah, because he had this incredible <laughs> yeah.
2: flamboyant outfit on, of course. And
3: you know his dress um, and suit was made out of a curtain from Kinky Boots? Yeah, That's fantastic. The red curtain. So it was um, it, it the ups and downs of the night um, made it all worth it so
2: it's great now that when you someday get nominated for your own tony Amen. you'll have a lay of the land and kind of feel the vibe so that's yeah
3: and i've been to radio city for i mean i've been to the tony's four times now so awesome. i'm feeling the energy i know what to do look at the <laughs> teleprompter no there was someone that night who walked up did you watch the whole thing did you i guys? did no, i did pretty much watch. there was someone who walked up and was like there's nothing on the screen like they it was
0: live. Oh, I think I didn't see that clip, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was a woman. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. I, I feel like
3: it was Marissa Tomei. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she's like... It was like, two people, wasn't it? Yeah, it was but, Marissa, but, some, yeah. but she was the one. She was like, there's nothing up there. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is
0: rough.
2: Yeah, that's someone who needs a script, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I know she... Well,
3: yeah, she, I've seen her on Broadway and Top Girls. She's brilliant. My goodness. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. And if anyone has is curious about how to be a filler the Tonys, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Because I did a program.
2: <laughs> uh, don't that, write in. No, I did
3: a program through the American Theater Wing 11 years ago. So. All
2: right, we're uh. going to pause for a moment. I, I with got that. Regina. That we're going to go to our own commercial break. And who knows? Anyone might sing. Maybe even Elsie. Uh, and when we yeah, come back, it's going happen.
3: to be. <laughs> oh, my God, Elsie, please.
2: It's going to be. Elsie is more likely to do hip hop. And that's true. Uh, that is true. Right after this, we're going to play an improv game, a brand new one, and we're going to talk to Regina. We'll be right back.
1: Connect with the show at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. And please, for the love of all that is holy, subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? Thank you.
2: Welcome back to Funny People Talking. We are here with Regina DeChico. Yes. DeChico. Um, you got it now. You, you sound like you're one of the pink ladies.
0: <laughs> Which one? With That
2: name, De Chico. <laughs> right, I could just oh, be any. My oh, own, God, I my be, own pink
0: own. lady. Yo, De Chico. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Straight. This, is all, this is all true. This is all true. So jealous.
2: Uh, I can't wait to dive into your story, but first we're going to play a quick improv okay, game. Great. Uh, this this is uh, is called uh, double team pitch. All right. I just made that up. Uh, double and your
0: pleasure. <laughs> double your team. in certain circles.
2: Double your pitch. That's what we love. This is called Double Your Pitch. And the idea is that uh, quite often uh, teams, the, uh, you'll get pitched in an advertising pitch or, oh, or a yeah. television pitch or something. And it's, and it's all, sometimes it's teams that come in and they kind of, you know, they're like one is one is kind of, saying the main part of the pitch and the other kind of is is, is the color commentary of the pitch, adding in music or or yeah. dialogue or something like that.
3: Or sequence. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, but sometimes for th- sure. the person that you're pitching to surprises you and tells you that they're really looking for something else. And you have that moment <laughs> in the room. Oh God. And you're not going to waste it. Mm-mm. So you say, well, you know, we we actually have another idea we've been working on.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: And you you improv.
3: And then we snowball.
2: You snowball.
3: Okay, cool. So I'm ready. So that's
2: the idea. So uh Danielle and I are going to, I'd say demonstrate, but we've never played this before. So, so we're going yeah. to lead off and be the brave ones to start out. Um I would appreciate uh, Gina, you. Regina. I knew it. The minute it came out, I knew it was wrong. Regina, yeah. you're going to be. The network executive,
0: okay. Oh, maybe the executive, to. okay, yes. okay, and great. What,
2: what what you're going to do is you're going to te- oh,
0: game changer, yeah, you're, you're Let me get into character, finally. <laughs>
2: <Prank.
0: laughs>
2: whoopi, you're gone, no, not whoopi, not whoopee. uh, and and then um, so uh, and the, this is the way you'll you'll uh, employ your suggestion, mm-hmm. is you will tell us really what the network is looking okay. for. And that'll be the way you put your suggestion of whatever unknown way we should take this pitch. Right. Fair enough?
3: Yeah. Okay. So
2: okay. We, so Regina, I have to tell you, we're so glad to be here. Uh, we're ready to pitch our incredible sitcom. Um, and-
0: I mean, it's great. Listen, I am sure that it's great, but I'm going to be honest. She hasn't even heard any.
3: Uh-huh. I, know, listen,
0: I, I know. I know. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's great. But we're really looking, we're looking for a feature right now. An action-packed feature. I mean, I don't know if this yeah. is something you guys could ever, I don't know if you've got oh, yeah. this. in you. Oh, I mean... Do you feel like I mean an, I mean action pack, Summer Blockbuster. Absolutely. Big names, big names. You know
2: we've been working on one, of course.
3: Oh, oh wow. We've been working on the one with Rosemary Harris. Uh, who it's it's a whole knitting murder mystery but we could add more action Well, there, I, right actually
2: what I think you're going to love this we okay. were talking about this. so Rosemary Harris it's yeah. it's it's a it's a knitting murder mystery
3: yeah she's a legend okay. yeah but, in the knitting but, community
2: well well what you don't realize about well, you, the knitting community okay. is, is is actually a lot of bikers are knitters and so, what this becomes? Yeah. Is, a, is okay, a, is a, I didn't know that. Did you know that? Now, it's it's, it's, no, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a road trip uh-huh. with a bunch of bikers, and one of them has a grandmother played by Rosemary Harris. Rosemary oh
3: Harris, the gem they, of our time. They right. go,
2: they grow, go cross country.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, so many options. Cross country.
0: Hello. Really? But how I mean, are they traveling cross country? And we need to picture. it. We're very well, well, we're thinking
2: this may be helpful from a from an expense standpoint. Uh-huh. It's not going to be in the United States. So going across Liechtenstein, which is very. Small. Okay. so it's okay. a short trips. So, okay, so it'd be easier to cover from a mm-hmm. geographical. And all standpoint.
3: local actors except Rosemary Harris, yes. right? So Is you've that got good? Uh, Is Klaus
2: von Stingensturm That's okay. big, We're very well known in Lichtenstein. Lichten- okay,
0: yeah. good. Uh, and local Klaus, hero. and
2: um, and we're also gonna uh, bring in um, uh, Jason Schwartzman.
3: Well, and there's also the okay, other people. Klaus. Yeah, he's Lida great Klaus. too. Uh,
2: Klaus, the other class, uh, Santa Claus.
0: Santa, Santa. Okay, is, uh, seasonal. Like that well, sounds a little well, more seasonal well, it's a, now. He's a
2: well-known biker. Okay. Oh. Big oh all right.
0: All right. But he
2: dresses. Beards a, are still big. Yeah, he's got a red helmet, but still.
3: Yeah, um, and he's right. he is like a saint. He's great. He's a wonderful. Saint. Okay.
2: Okay, so they go across. So the great country. names attached. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rosemary Harris, and then in the middle of the trip, Rosemary Harris dies. She just Not the did. actress, but the character. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. The right, character.
3: Right, We're not, right. not going to kill I mean, Rosemary really. oh My she's God. Still terrible. Okay. Work. Okay. Good. Be, we can't yeah. have that.
0: She'll so, be at the red carpet.
3: She,
2: yeah. She dies because there's a there's a um, a meteor comes down.
0: I like this. I like okay. like mean. in the meteor. a meteor. I like this.
2: A kind of final destination. Kind right. of okay. terrible traffic mm-hmm. accident. And uh, and we know guys that does great miniatures, so you may not have to stage this. In, in we
0: won't made. need a real meteor. That's no, what you're saying. No, saving, yes. no, no real meteor. Saving
3: budget and the um, you know, because it's it's very environmentally friendly because of, there's all the biking. There's so much bike riding that low carbon emissions. Yeah, but we, you have the action of the, of the meteor and a lot of death, we think excitement. But
4: where does all the knitting come in?
3: Well, um, the knitting exploded knitting knitting. when
0: she exploded. It was her passion. She's been knitting the whole time. <laughs> the crossing whole the scenes, she's been knitting.
2: Well, here's the thing: is
0: she right in the back of the bike? Uh,
2: upon her death, uh-huh. they look in her satchel, which somehow survived, oh, my and God. they found because it was, it was made of a, an asbestos material. It's from the forties, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. and what happened was, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, then <laughs> and, and and it turns out. That she had been knitting a um,
3: a a, a cover for
2: her poodle. A
3: bomb. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) A a bomb. A bomb.
2: Our poodle's name is Bomb.
3: Yeah. Okay. Her poodle. Okay. Little Bomb. Her her poodle is the Bomb. So
2: her poodle's back in the United States.
0: Right.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not Liechtenstein.
2: So what happens is is this becomes a quest almost like the holy grail to bring to find a way to survive and bring this back to the United States and the finale of the movie is a very touching it's so touching
3: the where dogs there actually
2: put the, the final moment, final you put, moment. You put the beautifully beautiful knit little yellow yellow <laughs> cover, cover. Uh, on the poodle <laughs>
3: on the poodle
2: and they give the poodle his very own little motorcycle
3: Motorcycle. Wow. Yeah.
2: Which sets up a sequel.
3: Which sure. rides off into the distance. Right. And bomb on his motorcycle. Right. He's blue. Exactly. It so it, every,
2: it has everything that a Hollywood movie should right. want: it has summer action, summer blockbuster with the meteor. You've
0: got age, movie, age uh, um, diversity. Big names. Uh, Jason Schwartzman <laughs> and Klaus and Klaus. and Klaus. And
2: listen, we've already talked to Jason. If you need him to, you know, pull out his thing, he said he'll do it. That's Cause good. He does that, but Rosemary
3: so. said she doesn't want it in her no, scene. No, she'd she'd rather be it. dead. It's too much. So uh,
2: the, the, we, under, we understand that the poodle's in negotiations
0: about that. Right. Um, right. The poodle works said. a lot. I've seen this poodle. Oh, yeah, this like yeah. Poodle. It really well, is.
3: it sounds like this is a done deal. I so, think so.
0: Um, and it's
3: called um, Joy Bomber because, you know, it's an innuendo for the dog. Yeah. Yeah. I that's
2: like right. it. So that's it.
0: Okay. Write it up. Let's All see right. it. Let's Thank see a draft. Nice. Wow!
2: So there you go. All right. So now let's. I really let's need try to be one.
0: like what happened to Liechtenstein gone.
2: So now Danielle is the producer. Oh,
0: crap. And
2: Regina and Elsie, oh, this is going to be awesome. Are the two uh, producers or writers who have come in to pitch in the room?
3: Yeah, you guys are pitching to me. Yes. Right. Okay, okay. Okay. Have um, fun,
2: y'all. I can't wait to hear this. Oh. I can't wait to listen.
3: What do you guys got for me? Bring it in. Thank you so much for coming. On okay, my lunch. so we're
0: working. We really think we're seeing. – we're seeing this on Netflix. Is what we're thinking. We're thinking this is gonna be a streaming show, right? Like a mini series. Is what we're thinking about. Okay. Um. Okay, is this
3: because you want to do nudity? Because I'm really thinking this should appeal to the pure crowd if we're going to have this on nudity. So pure, no nudity. Well, it's going to be on Pure Flix. Pure Flix. Yeah. Okay. and And mm. I'm also mm, thinking that, that I'm it loving – It changes things, but – I'm lo- loving the whole like rom-com sort of um, – murder mystery but pure so tell me
0: more about that well it's puritans that was the idea we'd just been talking about something so similar we Uh, were like you know what naked people are great but they're better with clothes we just had this conversation yeah
3: i mean have you seen call the
0: midwife right so Uh we've seen so this is what it is it's really it's puritans so think fully covered pilgrim pilgrim-esque yeah um, okay, now, but how are ages. we going
3: to deal with death? Like, what's your plan for the murder part, but the rom-com part? Because they've, I mean, we have some people interested. So what right. are you going to bring to me? What are you going to bring?
0: Well, it starts out with an accident. There was an accident. It's Plymouth Rock. Falls on oh, one God. of our Puritans. Yeah. It's her husband. It falls on this woman's husband. They've oh, been in God. love for years. Falls on her husband. And yeah. now she is alone. Uh-huh. And she is ready to find love. Yeah. Oh kind of like a reality show meets the Pilgrims. Well, right. So ben- yes. Mm-hmm. Lots of suitors. They yeah. all look very similar but we'll make sure their names are clear. They're dressed alike okay. but you can tell I they're different guys. I just don't
3: understand how the. I need more of the murder thing because Well, the rock didn't just fall.
0: The rock was pushed. There we go. The
4: rock
3: was pushed. But also the
4: suitors that she rejects, something always happens.
0: Yes, mysteriously, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, what happened to Wilbur? Where did Wilbur go? Right. Okay, I'm really
3: loving that name. Now, how
0: are we going to keep it
3: pure other
0: than the Puritans? Well, they, I mean, they don't, it's not bloody deaths. Wilbur gets a splinter, but because of the time period, yeah. he dies from The infection, infection. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And there's a hemlock death. Yeah, there's a hemlock death. Okay. Yeah. There's a little, yeah, some malaria. Yeah. You and know, then, the usual thing. People just aren't getting enough vitamins. And there's I think also
4: a, he, yeah. a side story with a Native American.
0: Okay. Gray. Shaman. The oh, shaman, oh, yeah. yeah.
4: So that's how she learns about all these herbs
0: and stuff. Right, and then she's people. like, guys, these are poisonous. You're killing yourself. Yeah. I'm
3: thinking that we this could be an option not only for to start on Pure right. end up on Netflix. Sure. With a little bit of a racier tone, could dying be. from more than infections.
0: Okay, like STDs, is that where you're going with this? Oh, I was going or... with cold blood murder. Cold blood murder. Can you murder? tell I'm into okay. murder? You lo- you really do like yeah. murder. People have said yeah. that. I didn't think it was true.
4: It is true. You know, we could, we could even um, bring in some a- angle with Croatoa, that whole thing going on.
3: Oh, my God. Signed, sealed, Some kind delivered. of like um, historical
4: yes. fiction thing, you know.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, I walked in not quite sure about this, but I'm walking out sold. yes. Good. well, it's it's
0: it, this is our favorite idea. I mean,
4: it's also it is worth a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's worth a lot. A lot
0: yeah. of zeros. A lot of zeros. Yeah, it's a, a big it right fat in. zero. Yeah, a lot I'm of zeros.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, so many zeros. Yay! That's me oh. clapping. All right, we did it. That was really what great, you guys. It. That was. I oh my God, it. Regina! It. You guys what, and just They're ran gonna, with gonna it.
4: solve what Croatoa and that whole thing stood for. No, what it spells out, what it meant, because right, they never figured that out. Yeah, I don't know written what it's on the, tree. the acronym Yeah, they never figured out what that meant. Oh my. So t- our show's going to solve
3: that.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you did you, you, you It's have happening, guys. In case Oh. Oh yeah.
3: Well, so on PureFlix, what do you think it should be called because Netflix we can go wild. Oh, right. Oh. My Something goodness. like the Puritan's Tale, maybe like go off just the back make of something the...
0: that's working. <laughs> that <Let's laughs> just take
4: something that's... <laughs> or,
3: uh, something that's back Puri- a Puritan's pride. Puritan's pride. Ooh, that might get get the LGBTQ pure murder. <laughs>
0: pure murder.
3: <laughs> murder, but pure.
4: Yeah,
3: but pure yeah, oh but my murder. god! Alright, so murders. from
2: big blockbuster to murder <laughs> mystery. <laughs>
3: Puritan Pure. murder mystery. Pure.
2: All right, well, congratulations to both of us for <laughs>
0: selling.
4: Somehow, we're
0: all going to the Tonys right. next year.
4: There's still one thing we didn't solve: who's starring?
0: Oh, right, yeah. The big well, name. I was so, so sold. no title, no stars. I was well, sold on the that's why on it's the on Right,
3: you know, I would like to get some up and comers. We have a big name producer. Well, I can tell you
4: who's
0: going to play the murderess, or yes. is she? Do, I wasn't even going to say it, but you should tell them. You should tell them.
4: Well, you already know.
0: Nicole Kidman. It's Nicole Kidman. It's Nicole. Well, effin' Kidman. I know. She's an. And African. you're not kidding. Yeah. I'll tell you.
4: Yeah. She's
0: already signed on board.
4: And I think that the um, the shaman should be Haley Joel Osment.
0: Oh wow, well, that took a turn. Someone's got to give him a
2: job. Yeah. What happened to him too? Did you see him? He's
3: so puffy. Is he? He's large. Is he? Are we cutting this part out? No.
0: It's is he? <laughs> no, but is he swollen? Like is right, he then drinking? Where you are like, what's no, this happening? Is, no, is when he this is his is his puppy, You get worried. If this is an intervention. <laughs> He's no. obviously coming with Tina Fey. <laughs> Sorry, two <laughs> birds. Oh my god! Down. But
3: like, is he drinking a lot? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean,
2: people. You know, I'm not as thin as I was when tw- I was twenty or whatever. You know Well,
3: what I, mean? I. Oh yeah, I think he just uh, maybe has been drinking alcohol. I don't know.
2: That's what this photo suggests. He looks rough. So Uh, anyway.
3: The right stuff. Yeah.
2: All right. So let's move on. Oh, I'm older than him.
3: Congrats.
0: (laughs) You've done it.
2: (laughs) Well done. Thanks for jumping in on that, Regina. Oh,
0: you're welcome. That was
2: lots of fun. All right. Now that we got y'all warmed
0: up. Oh, yeah. I see. (laughs) Now I see you guys work. (laughs) You know about warm play. Some people ply
2: you with liquor. We just do improv. (laughs) Okay. I want to start with this, Yes, what is your very favorite moment? we'll We'll lay the groundwork in a second. okay who you are, but when you're not doing regular stand up comedy, but getting an audience warmed up is a little different. Yes, what is your favorite moment that maybe doesn't happen every time, but when it does, it's like it's like golden moment.
0: I think you wind up – or I feel like I wind up really connecting with people in a way – Like people, they're strangers a lot of the times that come in and I don't know them. And sometimes something will happen during the show where we'll have like a moment or a laugh or if it's somebody's birthday and I make them feel special. Something will happen where people a lot of times at the end will like hug and or kiss me goodbye as if we've like really spent a lot of time together. And like sometimes they'll message me after. And it's just funny when I think like you're a person that went on vacation maybe and then you decided to go to The View and you're like, let me just see this show. And then some moment happens where all of a sudden you're like... Like, you made my birthday or that was the greatest day or they actually told me at the beginning for Veterans Day we had um the whole audience was filled with veterans oh. and there was this one guy in the audience Alejandro and he they switched his seat a couple times <laughs> so I just kept making jokes like checking in with Alejandro and he messaged me after and said he was walking to the parking lot and people kept yelling out Alejandro yeah. and they were like chanting Alejandro so stuff like that I think where it's like it's not your intention by any means but like these little magical things will happen and people can take that with them for the rest of the day or I mean for as long as they want. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of that kind of stuff where you don't set out I always think of comedy as like I need to do it because it I need it for myself. So the part of that is almost selfish to me. You know what I mean? I need people to laugh for me. Wow. But then when yeah. you give people a gift sometimes and they're so grateful to you, you're like, Oh, maybe it's not as selfish. As I think it is sometimes because you're giving people back. But, like, I, I need it just as much as other people need it, I think. Yeah. That's the that's, way I would explain and it.
3: going – I love that. Going a little bit on, um, winging off of Mark's question, do you find communally in the audience – there's ever a moment where people come in and maybe it's crickets or it's low energy and there's like a deluge or like a clicking moment of everyone where they get on the same page with you c- or do you find that they come in adrenaline high already? Yeah, I'd like to
2: hop on uh, sure. I'd like to piggyback on her Great. piggyback question keep going second.
0: back well, just, just,
2: yeah. well, just, No need for Regina to come in Yeah,
0: three and, days and later, and okay, I'm now just to be clear well, <laughs> well, the question she, was She
2: touched on an important thing, your job is to rev up the job, the, sorry, to rev up the audience so they are primed for the main show. Yes. But everybody knows that when you do stand-up, it doesn't work every time. Every audience is different. Some audiences, just the the random assemblance of ingredients mm-hmm. makes that audience different than the one yesterday that was the funnest right. Orlando Park like audience ever, Right. and then today it's a bunch of stick in the muds, yeah. the, uh, some dentist convention that came through that sat down and they're just like entertaining me, and and no offense to
3: dentists, no? okay, <laughs> I love what you I, you I love your work
2: exactly exactly. <laughs> There's gonna be no dentists out of this. Is I heard are you, you an anti dentite? Just yeah, I am. Saying. So um so so. On top of what Danielle was asking, I guess my question is, how do you handle when your entire job is to rev them up and it just doesn't work that day as much as other days or 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 is that not what no happens?
0: that I mean it happens, and I think I just have to work harder um one day they were like, "Oh, we have a lot of students from France." And I was like, great. And it's an audience of almost 200. And I think maybe we had like 100 people from France, and they were like students. I can't remember if like, high school I aged, I think. And then I went over to them, and I was like, oh, you guys are from France. And then I said, what are you studying? And one of them was like, south of France. And I was like, oh, do you guys not speak English? So then, like that will happen a lot too, where then I'm I have to realize it's not about me. You've literally filled this audience with a bunch of people, and maybe they are not so well versed in english and uh, i mean you can speak a little english but when somebody's doing comedy and they talk very fast yeah. oh, you're yeah. lost are your and even when the ladies talk that? Do they right get- so but then i try to find a way so then and like one time we had a big group of like german students so i'll try to like relate in a way or i was like using google translate on my phone and then there was it's a canadian so woman she's like i'll read that because i speak french so i'll try to get enough people involved and then people will be like a lot of audience members come back just so you know there's audience regulars that's a thing that exists that's so much cool. like you doing the tony being a tony c filler four <laughs> times. but people come back and be like oh my god i was here with the german guys i was here with like the french students because they'll remember like something silly that like may have happened but it it basically just means I have to completely change my approach because I've really been thrown like a curveball unexpected and sometimes if it's a Monday and I'm like if you guys don't speak English, but then I'm like, let's do this, or let's try to find a way to Absolutely. come together.
3: But but I still didn't get my question. Oh sure, sure. Yeah, well,
0: this remember this like, is a lot my of piggyback. Questions. It, was lot of it was a lot of no, questions. It question was a lot of questions. question
3: was is, do you ever see a communal energy shift in the room? or do people like from low to high or do people come in already like on an adrenaline I'm just I'm just curious sure. because as a live performer myself right. but I'm an actor so when the lights come up there's a proscenium right. and you're there and I'm here but you can still feel the energy right. so but I was just wondering for you and if you feel a click in the room right or they're something.
0: usually they usually come in pretty excited for okay. the most part, but it could be anything like if they were waiting around for pre tape or. This one day, Whoopi was sick, so Whoopi wasn't there, and Idris Elba was supposed to be on, because he just hosted oh, yeah. SNL, and he got sick. Oh, no. And, and then I was like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. So and who like, was I, on But dead. then literally I said to everyone else, I was like, oh, well, they know, and they were like, well, no, Regina, we didn't tell them. You have to tell them. And I was like, I cannot break their hearts twice. And I literally, you felt everything drop in the room when I said that, and you could just tell, I was like, mm, 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 mm. and like, people that are dressed to the nines for Idris Elba oh and then God. I had to say he wasn't there I felt so terrible and like literally we wound up doing like a view year deal later and like people were like we better be getting all those deals remember Idris Elba was supposed to be like I felt oh. almost personally responsible and it has nothing to do with me but right. I am also the messenger yeah. so sometimes Absolutely.
3: well but what about like the pre-taping thing because I went to a Regis and Kelly taping right. once and my love of my life, Patrick Stewart, was supposed to be there, and he they'd pre-taped it the day before, but so, they pretended.
0: right, that's terrible, too, because then people would be like, oh, where's so-and-so? And then I'd be like, Ooh, "Oh, we did that already. So that, and <sighs> usually that's my news to share. I get to be the one. Oh, but you, you're so funny doing I it. I try so to, like, really you. turn it around, obviously, but. Yeah.
2: So, so they, do they just, okay, and here's our moral comedian, Regina, blah, 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 you do your thing, and then it's back to the producers, or do you introduce... The stars of the show. Um, to no. The so it'll be
0: me, and then right till we get like two minutes before airtime, we'll put music on. I'll be like, "Let's dance our way into this show," and everybody gets on their feet and like rocks out. And then we count it down, and then you hear like the voiceover, which yeah. then introduces the ladies, and then the show starts. So yes. you
3: get to dance with everyone.
0: Yeah, I have oh. a lot of videos dancing <laughs> in my Insta stories. So let's—that's <laughs> oh, awesome.
2: Let's put on the Wayback Machine a little bit yes. and let's
0: rewind.
2: Okay. Okay. So we're we're gonna come back up to the, to Got the it. view in a we'll second. Come, okay. So mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. how does how does what you're doing right now as you, so so I know that being a warm up comedian is not the only thing you do, but right now that's your main gig. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. Because you do it every day. Yes. Or that's true. Weekend. No,
0: that's true. It okay. is every day.
2: Yeah. And that's that, that's <laughs> do, right. that's the thing catching the most attention now mm-hmm. in terms of. The, the thing you're most likely to do. Yeah, mention. if you ask
0: me what I did, that's what I would tell
2: right. you. Okay. There you go. How does doing this play into your, pardon the pun, view of where your trajectory you intended the first time you said, I think I'm going to tell jokes and that's kind of what I want to do. Is or or is that even what you wanted to do?
0: Um, no, I would say I was always a person that was very funny and people would always say that I should do stand up like okay. for most of my life. I've always been funny from when I was little. There's not a version of Regina that's not funny, yeah. to be honest. Did you go to college? I did. I went to Barnard College. For, oh, very good. Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. Now I tell poop jokes. What? Yes. So what I was studying? an English major. Oh. Okay. Um, I think I kept telling my parents, I was like, oh, maybe I'll be a lawyer, because I felt like that's what they wanted to hear. Uh-huh. And also, my family has a family business, and I feel like they wanted me to do that. Those were the biggest jokes of all. Oh, God. <laughs> but then I would just always intern in television. So it was like television oh, no. was calling to me, and then, like, it was always being funny always saying i would do stand-up and then i was like working in tv a lot and then yeah um but so, you majored
3: in english and guess right what? and i you was in speak the speak english right every day, exactly so you nailed my, it. my italian
0: cousins were like why would you study english virginia you speak english and i'm like maybe i should have translated that to literature yeah um, instead of saying i studied english um but you're using your degree it's true anyway. well I was in New York City so that was great. great but let me think so then like I just started interning in television while I was at Barnard so like Why? I witnessed news I just I was always drawn to TV I think I just that I knew I liked TV and entertainment but I I think it took me a very long time to figure out what I wanted in a yeah. way. You know what I mean? I knew what I liked, but I didn't know what I wanted. Like People could be like, this is what I... And I'm like, I, I couldn't have told you that. Do you know that now? No, yes, I do. I love doing this. I love being a warm-up comedian. Is,
2: is this the destination or is this what you're doing now and there's a much bigger different destination? It's
0: not the destination. I think people always ask like where do I want to go now and I'm really happy doing this and I can tell you I didn't know I wanted to do this until the, when I auditioned for the job that I Understood. have right now. Okay, oh, that's so, so that's also crazy. So do
2: you something else? That, I know you're kind of saying people have asked you but I'm trying to ask right. a slightly different question. No
0: okay? I know. I feel like I'm and all over the place. No, no, Let no. me know. It's good. It's answering. good. No no no. It's fine. Thanks,
2: I'm Christ. clarifying that I understand the question you say people <laughs> ask you but I'm not trying to ask like Like what's next? Right. I'm trying to ask, how does this fit in with the master plan? And if you knew, you know, your dying breath and you say, Ah, I got to do that. Right. The thing is, is to me the dream is to star in my own major network television. That's for you,
3: Mark. No, I'm asking it. Oh, oh, hypothetical, sorry.
2: Although for me the dream coming to New York as an actor was to have a um a, a, a regular to be a serious regular on a, a
3: major network, network show. show that
2: that would have been a particularly like a single camera uh-huh. uh, comedy would have been ideal. Right, but um, so for you anyway, that that and it can change tomorrow. It's okay, right. but right now, as you said, is there something that's out there? And I know it's nice. I was like, sure, I'll take that. Or, right. you know, pay me a penny. I feel but like I said What do you time, really like I want? I would do
0: that? It's. I feel like that's a hard question that I almost feel like I don't have an answer. Do you know when you're happy in the moment, and I feel like it took so long to get here, that I love this moment, and I would be happy to warm up a second show. Like, I'd be happy to even do more of what I'm doing now. That's awesome. But I can't, like, it's like, oh, would it be a Netflix special? I don't know. Like, I can't say there's a thing. Like, I think, actually, but if I was ever on TV as me talking, like, maybe some kind of a talking head show. Like, I did a couple pilots for stuff like that. I like talking as me. I'm gonna pitch you. more than Acting. To develop
2: your own show, you ready?
0: Okay. Yes.
2: Develop a show that's about TV warm-up comedians who have formed a kind of community together. And It does.
0: Well, someone's doing a documentary on it right now. Well, there you go. Well, there are you going to be in it? I think that so we're tra- We're talking about that but That's I think awesome. you, it is a crazy community that yeah. also I didn't really know anybody else that did it like I basically just got thrown into it and I was like hi I'm the new girl yeah. and then everyone's been reaching out and they've yeah. been really great like the guys that do it already to sort of be like "Yeah, oh, we should get we coffee had we Harrison you
3: yes. had Harrison Greenbaum yeah Harrison we had him on the show yeah, I've yeah, known yeah. him for yeah. like Right. I've known him longer than you. Sorry, oh, Mark. Oh, that's quite
2: right. Well, how long we've known each other is still up for debate. Right. It's true. So, it
0: is. Not really answer that. <laughs> so you know. is
3: this doc going to be on Pure Flix?
0: Obviously. <laughs> 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 so,
2: Regina, um, I, I saw in your bio uh, amongst many things. Yes. Frankly. And it's really nice to see the diversity of your bio. Um, where did SNL fit into this? Was this just one of the shows that you interned on?
0: Yeah. And um, I would
2: imagine a show like SNL... It's actually a fairly coveted intern spot. Yes. So, how did that yeah. come to be?
0: Okay. So, I had interned at. The... And and what
2: was it like doing it? Oh, you? okay.
0: All right, all right. That's a good one. Uh, I had interned at the weekend edition of The Today Show at NBC. Okay. And after that internship. I put my resume back in the pool to get another NBC internship and I wrote a cover letter and the cover letter. I said, I wanted to intern at Conan or Saturday night live. And they were sort of like, this will never happen. Do you, they will first asked me if I knew anybody at either place. And I said, no. And they were like, you will not, this won't happen then. Basically, like they were like, these are internships that people get who are like basically connected. It's not. They're
2: they're your niece. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, great. Um, So randomly, I got a call when I was at college and I was like with like living with a bunch of girls like my sweetmates, mates and somebody from the design department at SNL. They needed an intern. And they had never gone to the intern pool before at Human Resources, but they just went and looked at the resumes and then my, they saw mine. So they called me. And so I literally get this message, like saying, it's like Joe from Sunday Life, like blah, blah. And I like lose my mind when I hear the message.
2: You're probably like, is this you, Susie? This isn't It's funny. crazy. So I like joke. have to
0: leave a message back. And oh of course, God. the message back I leave is insane. So I'm like, it's Regina DeChico calling back for Joe. But I just want you to know if me to gone, and I'm not there, leave a message. I have very responsible roommates. Like, I'm sure anyone will give me the message. Like, I was just like, like, stupid. I'm like, idiot, idiot, idiot. But
2: anyway. (laughs) Hi, this is Regina again. If you can, I hope you can play my first message. It was ridiculous. Just delete it.
0: It was ridiculous. Um, So then um, they called me in, and one of the guys interviewed me first at his apartment before he even brought me into the studio. Well,
2: that seems legit. So
0: like, I told my friends that I was doing that. I didn't tell my mom because I was like, that's crazy. My parents are going to think I'm nuts. Yeah. But I also feel like it was a little bit of the screening process to be like, I'm not just going to bring you into SNL to interview you. Let me make sure I'm not crazy. So like, I met with him, and we got along, and then he brought me into the studio to interview me. Um, and then I talked to everybody and it was very funny because it was, it was set design. Like I interned at set design and later yeah, worked in that department that's
3: crazy. and I had
0: no experience doing that whatsoever, but I always had loved Saturday Night Live. But you were and there. So they were like, she's kind of a resource, even though she doesn't know anything about what this department does. And they were basically like, we can teach her to do set dressing. Like we can teach her to do all this stuff. And that's what wound up happening. So they interned, I interned for one season. Um, and it was amazing. Like. It the my intern there was Will Ferrell's last season.
3: Oh my god, I was going to ask
0: what cast. was when I wow. went interned there. Um, wow, and it was it was very crazy. And I want to say, was it? I just remember the first show when the first show ended, and I was standing on the studio floor, and it was good nights. Like I was just crying because I was like, I can't believe like I'm here and this is happening. This is ridiculous. And then later they wound up bringing me back to to work. To be like the design assistant and work in that department. Wow. That's so it was so like cool. a, a really wild. And then I did that for a while. I think when I left, it was Kristen Wiggs' first season. Oh, okay. Nice.
1: So, but
0: it was like an amazing, but I can tell you like Saturday Night Live, like the guys getting coffee at craft services, like the guy that operates the boom is like almost as funny as the people like in the cat, like everybody there is, they're not right in that good way where it's cause it's like, you're literally there the whole week. Yeah. So like everybody's with each other. And like, it was always so funny, like what was going on. And I remember like the energy is like, we're literally saving lives. Like you feel like you're saving lives. But, I mean, that's what happens with, like, live comedy, I feel like.
2: By the way, uh, tiny trivia note, Kristen Wiig and I went to the same high school.
0: Look at Just saying.
3: That's cute. Did you see her in the halls?
2: No, I didn't know her in high school. We were different years. I'm 52. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Well, I don't know how old she is. Okay. She's
2: not 52. Well,
3: (laughs) you both look great for whatever
2: age you are. She's She's amazing. She's she's one of my favorites. I have a
3: quick question. Mm -hmm. Selfish. Did were you there during the Lonely Island years or was that later?
0: No, they came Andy Sandberg and all those and guys who like come on. Okay, yeah. Cool, yeah. They cool. had they, Andy came on towards the end of me.
3: Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah I was there with Andy. Yorma Taconi lives in my neighborhood and I and I had him on a talk show that oh, I produce. And so I just They were always
0: sweethearts. Were yeah,
3: sweethearts. oh my god. But I always heard like their stories of SNL. Right. His stories. So I love hearing it from different the perspectives. Set design. Yeah. yeah. It's now, cool. I know that,
2: that many of the, of the sketches come d- from the cast members. The, uh, yes. Either they write them or they've thought of them and work with the writers to develop them. Are they involved in the set design process as –
0: what'll happen is so like I would be on set and they would be on set so like when they're blocking something that's mm-hmm. when we basically like know what parts of the set were on camera and like where we really needed to like dress things or you could like be like I made these three walls into a living room and then it would be on camera and you'd be like the way they shot it you're like oh it looks like that room is empty because I dressed all the wrong areas Or right. sometimes it's like I right. need a light switch right here right. or like this needs to happen over right. here so it winds up becoming a little more like when they'd get in this space and then you'd be like guys yeah. this is what we need and then they'd either like build it at the shop or the guy that was out shopping for props would yeah. get props. Yeah. So, like, it was, like, it is organic and would happen, like, in real time.
4: So, who? Kristen Wiggs, 45. Oh, thank you. You're, you're welcome, welcome. I See,
0: I um, mean, you're, quick.
3: you're not that far off right. from of school. True. You were almost at the same time. I mean, she could have, you could have gotten yeah. held back. She could have gotten That's forward. Right. I don't okay. know. So, I can't do math. I like math. how you said try. he
4: was held back. <laughs> <laughs> You would.
3: Uh, I
0: mean, you
4: would
2: so so by the way I love the fact that you're on the view now and all we want to talk about is SNL no so, but
0: I, I mean I no. understand that too and but in a crazy way like being at Saturday Night Live was an amazing experience and then part of me was like what if I peaked early and I don't ever work at a place as cool is it as success SNL
3: crazy like that you get success and like then that, you that go, was my, my first job early. coming out of
0: college Look, was Saturday Night Live wow. I just say
2: something how long have you been at the view
0: since November. Okay. Still pretty So new.
2: I would just like to point out you work with Whoopi Gold. Oh, uh, yeah. No, or it's or true. you work in the yes, same yes, environment. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, with all due respect to all the other ladies yeah. on that, on yeah. that. Okay. Whoopi, right. everybody else, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, in my mind, my personal no, mind. but
0: I know what you mean. No, are there are moments when, like, cause she's she's great. Whoopi, and that like the stand up in her is still there. That's so, like, great. she'll hear me doing something with the audience, and she'll be like, "What was that?" And like, she'll get involved. That was an
2: impression she just. Yeah, and,
0: and then when we're like doing banter, like my in my like my I'm like in my head being like, "This is crazy!" Like when we're like goofing yeah, around, yeah, because yeah, I'm like, call. "This is nuts." Do
2: you do a legit whoopee impression?
0: I don't do a legit whoopy impression, but I do, like, sometimes, like, channel, channel the hear, Because
2: of the nature of your voice? Yes. It does... But it's, I
0: feel like I have to. If I'm saying like Whoopi, if I said Whoopi said or Joy said, like I'd probably give you a little something, yeah, yeah. kind of as I gotcha. talk. But yeah, no, it is crazy. Like, yeah. and I had worked with Whoopi once before. Uh-huh. She had a sitcom on yep. was on NBC. Wasn't it was called, called Whoopi? Whoopi, yeah, and it was only with, one was season. Ted Danson in that with and, her? No. Um, oh my goodness! But I Mary Tester was in it. Speaking of the Tonys, Love Mary. So, um,
2: oh, I'm sorry, Ted Danson was in that weird movie. <laughs> Where he plays a car salesman and yes, her yes. daughter was he was the sperm donor or something.
0: Okay, yes, a long time ago. Anyway. So
3: it wasn't, but was Andy McDowell in it? No, okay, no Andy
0: McDowell. Well, dang it, I don't want to <laughs> see can't, it. We could not bring that full circle. Okay, anyway. So what about you worked? Where did so you have like the a guest star, star to on the movie? executive producer? Whoa, on that show. So that was something totally different. But Whoopi was like the coolest back then. Like I just remember, like my parents yeah. would come to this show, and well, that was
2: that I, was the comic I, relief days and all that too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, so.
0: yeah. And so it was just like so good. So like we would, my she would like let my parents hang out in her dressing room a little bit, and like wow. I remember, like I would be like, "Thank you so much, like for being so nice to my mom," and she'd be like, "Regina, your mother's like everybody's mother," and I was like, "She's right. Like my mom is like a very loving." So um. she was just great. So then the when the first day I auditioned for this job during the first commercial break, she made me tell the audience how we knew each other, Aww. which was really sweet. So she was like, "Tell them how you know." Me, so I told them. So
2: listen, you 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 know Whoopi, you're close enough to her, mm. known her for some time, and you've worked on this show for seven, eight months now, or whatever it's been. Enough of that time was the period where Whoopi was very ill. Oh my goodness! So my question for you is: is What was it like working on the show during those weeks that? Whoopi's health was very questionable and very dangerous and no one knew if she would come back or if she'd be okay or how long it would be and blah 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 blah. What was it like? um... It was
0: terrible and actually to go back to the point that I made Mm -hmm. I just remember in my head being like oh it's always so rough to tell people when Whoopi's not there and I learned that pretty early on because that's the thing she's like a a mega star so if you're coming from another country you might not be watching The View but you know Whoopi Goldberg so people would come from all. like usually they come all over and want to see the movie star Whoopi Goldberg so during that time I mean it was terrible that she was sick but like every day it was telling people she wasn't there and it was it was rough and it was awful but then did you see the day she surprised us yeah, and she came s- back and only one executive producer like a very so small you number didn't of even people know, know. the ladies didn't know I didn't know so all of a sudden Joy sang like Whoopi should come back soon and she came out yeah. and everybody was on their feet they Cheers. organically started chanting Whoopi but like I was we were like everyone was crying oh my god and I literally said that morning that it was just such a good audience To you, like what we were saying before this yes. audience came in they were like on fire they were doing everything I said like it was amazing energy and I said after I said as an audience you guys deserved this because they were so they were good (sighs) Like, you were a beautiful audience. They were excited no matter what. Like, because I, I would say, like, Whoopi's sick, but we're going to send her all that love, like, through our clap. You know, like, I tried to yeah. keep it, like, I'm like, she's watching at home, even though she's not here. Let's send her the love. Like, let's still be excited. Aww. Do
2: you have to keep them going through commercial breaks? Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: So. <laughs> that's her. How that's many exciting. cups of coffee do
3: you have a day?
0: <laughs> I do one big cappuccino in the world. But people, I have a go, what, my, like, um. Uh, take a little time to enjoy the view, like water bottle, and then everyone's always <laughs> like, "What's in there?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Go, I mean, it's go, just... juice!" Yeah, <laughs> everyone's like, "What's going
2: on?" <laughs> um, who has been a guest? Uh, I'm going to put you in positive territory here. Love who it. Who has been a guest that's been on the show in the period of time that you, you've been a part of it that was starstruck you, where you're just like, "I cannot believe I'm in the same space as this person."
0: So that's funny. I almost feel like I'm immune to that feeling because yeah. of Saturday Night Live. This
2: is why I'm asking. But that's so, yeah. why
0: he's like, who, "Yeah, so was you're. There I don't. I don't know who would do that. Na- I can tell you when I was interning at Eyewitness News. This was like back in two thousand. you know Bill Ritter? Yeah, Bill Ritter yeah. was there when I was. at so He worked with my dad thirty years ago for oh L.A. That's Times. Funny. I feel like I know he, Bill. That you know, I feel like he was. Was he new back then? But I can't. We could be potentially on in. that network. Anyway, he's a name. That he's he's a name. <laughs> um, so I was interning at Eyewitness News, and Mike Myers was going to be on live with Regis and Kathy Lee. Ah,
2: uh, Mike Myers.
0: And I was like upset. He was my SNL guy. I was a huge Wayne's World fan. He's doing like a Wayne impression. Oh my god. Amazing. So that yes, was like so that for me, that was one of those. And like I was a very good intern, I'll say this. So the internship coordinator brought me downstairs and I remember they said to all the other interns like, "Did you guys all get permission to be here?" and nobody had and I had and I had brought a picture of me dressed as Wayne from like 8th oh, wow. grade. Oh. And um they she she was like, "Let me take the picture and I'll get it signed for you." And I was like, "Oh my god, that'd be amazing." I think her name was Kelly. And and then she was like, you should do it. And she sent me in the room and Aww. I lost. And it was funny, Noah Wiley was in the green room. Oh my I put my back God. to Noah Wiley and started crying to like Mike Myers. Aww. So I feel like that, like I like I don't think that will ever happen again. One, it was like you're younger, you get older, you see more stuff, you get a little more cheated.
2: Was he good about it? Was he, he was
0: amazing. He was so great. He was so great. So he took a picture with me. He signed the thing. We that hugged. Is, it was like everything I wanted to be. Oh no, because he was coming down the hallway, and instinctively I started saying before she told me to go in, I was like, You're, "I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy." Like, and yes. then he started going back. You're most definitely worthy. You're most def-. So I wound up being like a really sweet. So I don't know if that could even happen again.
2: So one of the things on the view oh, that is gorgeous. known for. Mm-hmm. Maybe not by design, right. but by execution, is arguments. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to ask you right. dirt stuff. Sure. But my question is, you know, it can get tense. In yeah. Them, and I know it's very entertaining in a way that it's tense. Right. But it, the air can be thick in there when mm-hmm. I mean, there's an argument, especially when they go to commercial in an awkward moment. Right. And hmm. so how do you, how do you think about Okay, this is happening. So you don't just have your thing. Well, I do the same thing every time I go to commercial, no matter what's happening. Right you now. You know, okay, this has been an argument. I go this way. Uh, things are crazy and funny and I, mean, I go this way. How how do you think about that strategically?
3: That's, uh, the great whether, question I want to wh- know, too. Whether,
2: whether it's cerebrally strategic or gut strategic. What is your strategy? Depending on what it's happening.
0: both. I think I come in big. I come in hot. Like after because it's like everyone's watching an argument, and then they're like, "You're everybody's so intense." And then you know when you cut to the commercial, you need everybody to get big it's like it can't be like, you can't cut to commercial. This is radio. I don't know why I just acted that out. <laughs> but you, she's clapping. I'm um, clapping so like a silent clap. So what she clap.
2: did is, is it's basically a. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a sea turtle having a stroke I think was what it was. Golf
0: yes. clap hybrids. Yes. yes, that's yes. What it was, Yes. So I just I just come in big and try to get them back on track.
3: But do you try to bring levity or do you allow No, no, no. I'm not
0: going to comment on I'm not going to comment on what happened. Yeah, like you're going right. like, well, to like Well, that was sad happened. right yeah, Right. Left. Yeah. No, no, no. That <laughs> And we've also had sad, too. I mean, that happens, too. It's a lot that gets, like, very... I know. And so I've spoken to other warm-up comedians, and what's funny is they'll always... First, they're always like, oh, you do commercials? Because a lot of other warm-up comedians, depending on the show, they don't have to warm them up during commercials. Like, if it's taped, they stop, they reset, they keep going. And I'm like, wait, you're not doing commercials? But then everybody else is like, oh, like, we don't have fights on my show. So yeah. everyone is like, "Oh yeah, no, I guess that's a lot of work for you to just like try to get, the... or like something crazy will happen, then we'll have to do like a view your deal segment yeah. where I have to be like, forget that went on, look at these deals, yeah." So it's just like a very funny.
2: All right, I'm going to switch up a little bit uh, just for a moment. For some last questions here. Uh, one thing I like to talk to you about is how you got involved with contributing to the Howard Stern show.
1: Oh,
2: uh, what? How did that come to be? And and how do you look at the humor that you do for a show like that or a talent like that versus the type of humor that you're doing for say a show like the, the View? Pure and network. I'm not just talking <laughs> right. yeah, I'm not I'm pure not <laughs> yeah. I'm not just talking about dirty versus not f- or something right. like that. I'm talking about, okay, I know what kind of humor is gonna make Howard laugh. Right. And if Howard laughs, that's all I really need to yes. do. Or at least if Robin laughs. But Because Robin laughs okay too, but she'll laugh at almost anything. So, uh, versus I gotta get two hundred people to laugh. So can you can you talk about? I mean, so it was another
0: stand up comic that I know that's affiliated with the show that we knew each other, and he was like, "You have a great voice. I feel like you'd be great to like come in, do like the calls, like do stuff in the studio, play like different characters." So Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, that would be great." I think for me, it's funny because it's so different, and then when you're if you're good at that kind of a thing, it's almost like coming to terms with yourself. You're like, I operate on a lot of different facets. So like we, my husband recorded like one clip. I don't know if you listen to Stern, but I was um, JD's wedding planner. So we did this like whole shtick and my husband recorded it off serious. And then my, I had texted it to my brother and he was in the car with his fiance and like his soon to be mother-in-law and my brother's like, we put on the clip and I was like, you did what? Oh my so then he God. said like his mother-in-law was like, this is Regina. Oh my. God. Oh my. But I was like, it's just, I said, but it's a different Regina. But then part of me is like, but that's also who I am. Yeah. Like I can also, opera, I can also be like very quick and being, doing a character and a voice and have that be totally different than what I do with Elaine. But it's like everybody are just totally like multifaceted. So this
2: is, this is literally like you being hired as a character actor
1: to, Basically,
0: I guess, to come in and, like, and do, do different do, stuff. If I came up with an idea, I would pitch them, right stuff. And if they thought it was funny, they'd be like, let's talk about it. Gotcha. Let's come up with a script. But then also, if you want to abandon it, like... Do what you feel. They were so great about trusting instincts. That's Uh, the one thing I think I went in being like, "This is going to be such mm -hmm. a like all boys club." They were literally like the most welcoming, supportive. Like I feel like I was so nervous to be there, and they were like, "No, Regina." Like they, the the stern, like Howard's guys are like unbelievable and supportive. You've been in studio, yes.
2: Studio. So you've met Howard.
0: I bet Howard then Howard was in the hallway Howard also came oh, okay. to the view okay. so it came full circle that's okay, amazing so it was like a very funny
2: I actually believe that um, uh, his movie uh, P- Private parts. Part parts I I I actually believe that that's a pretty good view at who Howard Stern actually is. I, I I really do. Have you seen that movie? No, I Danielle? haven't. It's actually a really yeah quite good movie. I think. Um, it's it's basically a bio- biography of Howard Stern through his career. I gotta and see. And it. it's really and he plays himself.
3: Yeah. Well. Yeah. From, okay.
2: From teenager on. Yeah. It's really cool. That's cool. But uh um, Robin, he, Robin he, plays herself. And he didn't sugarcoat it. No.
3: No. That's so that cool. Was, yeah, was... No,
2: I think he wrote it. I think. Yeah. He wrote, and 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 he makes fun of himself. Truly, that's. But cool. I believe that that's a relatively good look at who really yeah. is
3: there. I were you going to ask something, Mark? Yeah, but I can wait. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to you... ask Regina something. I just have to say something about her in front of her. Okay. okay. You know how that's weird. No, just kidding. I'll say it to her. I'm going to say it. I'm just going how about for you it. Go ahead and say it.
0: <laughs> Why? We've announced it now.
3: Okay, I'm. Gonna, you guys, I'm gonna say something. No, I'm just kidding. now I'm being rude. Um, no, but it's it's crazy to me that I'm hearing about all these um other comedy jobs and being a warm up comedian and having all of these, if you will. Um, uh, formats or mm-hmm. sort of like skeletons that you have to work within because the time that I saw Regina do comedy, I think it was like I don't know, like a 7 minute set right. or 10 minutes I mean, or something. I can't remember exactly. But. No, I don't. I remember the set very well though. <laughs> but it was just a straight up pure flicks. No, just kidding. It was like just a straight up like pure freaking, you're up on the stage, you have a mic, you're here. And I felt like I was in your living room or something. I felt like it was so organic and that connection was what that's what made me turn to my friend and say who the heck is that person you know Yeah. so like I'm you my time I saw her perform first was like no frills nothing regular old comedy and that is like the most the respect I have over anything else so how much of your when
2: you're doing stand up and also doing warm up is jokes that have been written if you will Uh versus you working with the audience and and being in the moment?
0: Well, it was funny because the the warm-up gig came at a very funny time where my sets were becoming increasingly more and more percentage-wise crowd work. Like I was enjoying that more. I have certain jokes I have that I love, but I was loving those real moments where if you're laughing in the audience, I'm laughing just as hard as you because I'm like, what just happened? Yeah. Or like, what did we just uncover? So I found like I was doing sets that were more and more crowd work and like less and less of my jokes. And then I was in this weird little conundrum of like, what am I supposed to? And people be like, oh, do you want to do a late night set? And then part of me is like, I don't even. I'm not even really enjoying my jokes anymore. Like I love talking to people. So then crowd work happened like at the right time. I like to weave them together. So if I'm doing a stand up set, I'm. To weave together yeah. jokes and um crowd work, but at the view it's mostly all crowd work. What's just because a- it's, it's you never know what's going to happen. Like the other day there were two guys that were married and they both had me named Gary. They were older <laughs> gentlemen. And all of a sudden I was like, what if I just made them have a dance off together? And these two older Garys yes. both got up and, and like everyone, they were recording it backstage because they were watching it on cameras and like everybody was dying. But it was like the silliest thing. And then the audience just started chanting, go Gary. <laughs> go, go Gary. <laughs> like it was so and you don't know crazy. which one it is. And you're like, I don't even know what's happening That's or what hilarious. this is. Or is this like comedy? But it was just like an amazing moment of like... That just it wouldn't happen any other way, but it's like you're talking to them, and it's like, wait, you're both named Gary, and you did your job, like you left right. that and day being like, was, I really did my and job then the, both well. The Garys day. were hugging me when they left, and their wives were so excited. It, it's stuff like that that's just. Oh, so I thought insane. they were a gay yeah, couple. Yeah, that's what I thought too. No, it was two guys married oh, to other people. We thought it was yeah. a gay couple. Oh, that's couple funny. Named no, Gary. No, two guys married to other oh, I, with other people, I, both I, named I, Gary. I, I, yeah. I, I, sorry guys, is this story terrible now? No, no. Did this story lose? It was it's funnier when luster. they were gay, but I Sorry, think it's still like it. Sorry, let's relive it. <laughs> Edit out the part where they're not. <laughs> so,
2: so the, the Gary speech. on the right had rainbow sequins mm-hmm. and the Gary on the... Uh, oh
3: my God, this is this great. Um, <laughs> I want to be there.
2: So over the time you have written <laughs> jokes... Yes. Uh, I like to ask this question yeah. sometimes, especially with someone that does stand up uh, at a at a high level. What's one of your jokes that you thought was brilliant? You're so proud of it when you wrote it. And it just never seemed to have connected with people and you had to park it.
0: Um, Can you think of
2: one that you just don't understand or maybe it
3: rode a work? wave? Like maybe it was good for right. a no, while. No, no, I don't know and exactly. What you're talking about. I would say down. I
0: don't know if it's like was brilliant per se, but okay. like one time both my husband and I were sick. And for some reason he like thought he was like he's not a doctor, but he knew he was sicker than I was. Like and he was he like really wanted me, and I forget what I asked him to do. So I was like, oh, do you want me to get you anything? And we're sick. I'm in pajamas. I'm clearly not leaving the house. And he was like, I just want some fresh fruit. And I was like, well, there's no fresh fruit in the house. Like, how am I going to get some?" And Like he said, he hated me. It was something crazy. And I kept trying to make all these jokes about this incident. And like, it never worked. And in my head, like in the moment, because like sometimes if you're with someone like me and my husband, it's hard for us to fight if he says something that I think it'd be turned into a joke. And I tried a million different ways to be like, and then, and it would just be like, meh, meh. like it never, uh, like I was like, there's something here, Jenny. you just have to find it. And I looked very hard, everybody. Yes. And I could not find, like, there'd be a chuckle here or like something. And I tried different endings. And eventually I was like, stop <sighs> wasting your time on this dumb story. <laughs> Do mo-
2: most of your jokes come from those types of experiences. Sometimes something it, will happen it, quick. It's not, it's not, I'm now going to construct a joke. It's it's like it's your the retelling of something that happened with perhaps embellishment.
0: Yeah, or sometimes something will happen, and I'll I'll see the joke in my head, or someone will tell me a story, and I'll see the funniest version of it, and then that's what I'll tell. So it's like based in truth, but I don't do a lot of like sit down and make myself write jokes, and I know everyone's like, you should write every day, and you should do, th- everyone's process is different, so yeah. but your, I should probably write more. So
2: other than your, <laughs> other than your crowd <laughs> work, you if, some, if someone were to come see a, you doing stand-up yes. proper, would they basically get a look into Regina's life? Is that what they would be experiencing? I
0: think so. Yeah, definitely, like, I'd probably, like, definitely. I
3: mean, that's what home, I felt. Yeah. I feel like you when really I said you know do company. Yeah, because you were talking about your husband and you were talking about your, like, commute or something. I don't even remember. But I was like, oh, this is, like, a chick.
0: you get I want to hang into, out I'm with. not talking about, like, peripheral things. It's usually okay. personal in some way, shape, or form.
2: All right, I want to leave you, at least from my end, with one last question. Yes. I, 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 sad. You know, I, so I, I'm, sad. I'm sad because... I really, really would like to keep talking to you, but, um,
3: (laughs) but we can't, we we can keep going. Um,
2: (laughs) we'll just wheel the keg in here.
3: (laughs) Done. uh, done.
2: Um, okay. I'm going to get deep for a second. Okay. And you can take a second to think about it. This is not right there, but I really would like you to dig and see if you have an answer. What do you think people don't get about you? That you. You wish that they would, or you're hoping that they eventually will, but through the things you've done or the person that you've been, that it isn't something that you've really been able to communicate out there, or or people don't see. If they got that about you, they would know you better.
0: Oh, that's tough.
2: And and, and, I, and I want to tell you. There doesn't have to be an answer, right? Okay, if you feel like it's all out there, there is not a layer that okay. everyone doesn't see. That's fine because sometimes people are not to put words in your mouth, but some, people don't realize I'm actually a deeply shy person, and my husband knows that, but nobody else really does. Okay, that would be a that would help us understand you right. better. I'm not saying that's you. That's
0: definitely not true. <laughs> But, oh, wow. but, but the or, up the Or, or, <laughs> or
2: another person might be like, you know, I get injured far easily by what people say than I let on. Mm. I was, then that would be something we would understand about you. I'm just, those are two examples of the kinds of things that someone could, you know, or it could also be like, nobody would know this about me, but I, I love knitting. I knit everywhere. Rosemary. You know, but, but based on who the person that I kind of throw out there, you wouldn't see that. In me. Right. Okay. So this is more than like, what don't we know about right. you? But what don't people get about you?
0: I don't know if it's something people don't get. I mean, I do like to be liked if that makes sense. Like I don't like when people don't like me, if that may, like if maybe if you interpreted something wrong, like it's a hard emotion for me to deal with. Like I'll work harder for people to like me sometimes. And maybe even I would work harder for an audience maybe than I should. Like I think mm. I would like break a sweat and dig deep and be like, no, I'll I'll find a way for us to connect. Yeah, and every once in a while, it's like, no, you know what? Maybe we're just not going to connect. <laughs> maybe you're not my crowd. Maybe the circle Maybe everything is not lining up. Mm-hmm. Like like you can't win every single time and like yeah. get everybody. But I will try hard. Like I will, I will try to dig deep or be like, what is it? What is it you want? What does he want? You want this joke? Should I do this? Like, let me try to find – I like, I want to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And then I almost feel personally responsible if I can't. But the you, the longer you do this sometimes you have to be like, that's almost impossible.
3: Yeah. Like, that whole idea, I relate to that a lot because for a, a long time – and still, I'm working on it. Like, the idea of, like, disappointing someone right. is just – or just, like, letting someone down. I'm like, oh, but I came here to do a job. And then it's the whole thing of, like – Oh, it's that part actually isn't my job. I did my job well. I got up and I actually like hit my mark and it's up to you to figure it out. So that's interesting, though, that right. like that yearning inside. Right. I did, always
0: want to do the best job, even if it's like, even if you want to say, like, you didn't give me a ton of money mm-hmm. to do whatever I just did, but I'm like, did I still do the best job with it? Right. Like that part doesn't matter to me, like that scale. Well, it's yeah. interesting
2: to me. I don't find what you're saying to be shocking right, that, no. that you're that way, but I also would understand how that wouldn't be evident to people because you have known you for right. but a couple hours now, but you. You've a I would call it um maybe this is too strong a word, but a bodiness to you a little bit and you're 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 outward in the way that you communicate. Even your voice, it's not a soft voice. There's a there's an energy to your voice. Vivacious, it's an outward charismatic, voice, right. sparkling. Right? Okay. Um and the way you present yourself is is energetically forward.
1: Yeah. At that's least
2: true. in the short time I've known you. So So that doesn't speak to me. Someone that is feeling inside, please like me. Right. As I exaggerate what you said. Right. Sure. So uh, as it it says, it to me it communicates confidence, which playing psychologist maybe is a way of shielding. You know, I'm I'm going to like you first. Right. You know, I'm going to make sure I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure
0: <laughs> you like so maybe people, you wouldn't think that would affect a comedian, maybe, is the point where you think, like, they're so jaded and they don't care if you don't right. like everything. But it's like, no, I do care. Hi. Yeah, Even yeah. though maybe Caring I should party take no, it down
2: No, that actually doesn't surprise me that much because I genuinely believe with all due respect to all comedians yeah. that pretty much every working comedian out there is messed up and that's why they're a comedian.
3: Right. And they say um, that about actors. Too. Right. Yeah,
2: probably true too. You know, so because. They say
3: all, that about all humanity. All,
2: <laughs> podcasters. You yeah, know, they do. We all want to be heard. We all want to be loved. We do. Um. So I guess the last, truly last question right. for me is this. What is it you would like to be, remembered for most of all and i realize you're not 90 yet right. and i realize Yikes. your career is not end yet and you're you, you, you right now you're living in a, in a but real, we are going to
0: kill you after this um, podcast
2: whether it's with wh- end of show <laughs> food whether it's the it's
3: brightest cyanide. spot
4: whether this and is the brightest spot you
2: whether this is the brightest spot you'll ever enjoy in your life or not the point right. is is that it's a nice bright spot right now right um so What do you want to be known for as, I'm not even saying like on your deathbed, but as you, as you, as you're able to reverse engineer your life, what would you want to be known for?
0: I think I do like making a difference. I feel like this is sort of unrelated, but like going back to my, I would love to be a cartoon to talk about, like, a dream. I know that's before. Yeah. To be, to voice a cartoon and to be a cartoon and to be a cartoon like because uh, a cartoon can live forever. Mm-hmm. So I think part of that, not only because I'd want to do it, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't know. That just, for some reason, that just popped into my head when you asked before what I would want. That would actually be it to do that kind of a thing. But I think, but it's like making a difference. I like to leave a legacy, to somehow leave something behind, like some kind of a legacy. And I get, I know that I leave tons of little legacies all the time. People Mm. send the sweetest emails. My mom has Alzheimer's. I haven't left the house with her. I took her to the view. Like we had the most incredible day. There's, I get beautiful notes. So there's like sprinkles of that. But I think I would love it part of me like in a bigger way to know mm. i don't know like, they, i could leave the everything a little brighter than it was before which i try to do all the time in small ways yeah. and i guess part of me just hopes they add up to something big
2: mm-hmm. that's cool you know what's nice about the you
0: cartoon won thing you won that question <laughs> yeah, you did. i'm just yeah. close guys <laughs> on, a, on a
2: bright spot. That, that cartoon thing mm-hmm. the great news is that is so plausible that is so doable all you really, I think, have to do, because you're already living in a upper echelon of right. the entertainment world in some fashion, all you really need to do is decide, that is now what my mission in right. life is going to be, and I'm going to start talking to people about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I know that makes sense. I'm not putting it out of the universe. Yeah.
2: You're I mean, already a now. working
0: comedian. Um, it's literally on a podcast. It's yeah, so. literally on a podcast you're, you're, that the universe listens to. Yeah. You're, you're, you're Hopefully, are comi-
2: You're a working comedian. You know a number of high-power <laughs> celebrities. You work in certain circles. Uh, if you just start talking about that, that this is a wish of yours, this is a wish of yeah. yours, and you start putting it out there.
0: I'm glad I said it yeah. it's
2: true. I should there be saying go. that
0: more, and I don't. I would love
2: someday – I know this isn't the first time you thought about it, right? But maybe you look back on this moment as as a moment in which you sort of said it out loud right. in a way, and that was the beginning of pl- sort of planting a seed that yeah. it, you were encouraged to say it out loud more, right? So I hope that it becomes true when you think of this moment.
3: The next Tweety Bird, right?
0: <laughs> right. Exactly.
2: All right. Yeah. Other than watching the other than going to the view, how can people connect with you and the things that you're doing?
0: So, my website is reginadechico.com, R E G I N A D E C I C C com And through there, then you can find my Instagram, which is regina.dechico. Dot. Dot. There's a little dot in there. It had to be a dot. And then Twitter <laughs> is just regina.dechico. It's all some variation of regina regina.dechico, but the website will mm-hmm. take you everywhere.
2: Can you imagine if someone didn't decide that it was a dot, they said point or blup. Or something, and that's what our we would say, like, like um, go to Regina De Chico, uh, point Com.
0: <laughs> no, it's true. That could have gone a bunch of different ways. Right? It's really a period, Ugh. but we're saying yeah. dot. Yeah. I mean, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, it could have
3: said period. Right, we could I talk um, about those all the time. But that's
4: two syllables, and people are lazy.
0: That's right. Yeah. There you go. But they so would find some don't... way, there like... There you go. Like, right.
4: Like,
2: like peed com, or something. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, there, yeah. You know. something.
0: There'd be a... Um, Yes. yes.
2: Anyway, well, everybody go there because yes. there's, there's right lots
0: of the fun there. Um, so much fun to be
2: had. Regina, we're going to do end of show food in one second, but I do yes. want to say thank you so much for <gasps> not for just being me. here, but opening up and oh, sharing. Thanks. And uh, I hope I hope it was.
4: Uh, Making it fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was fun. And fun. It was great. Awesome. You guys are great. Okay. So, Yay, we had uh, so much fun.
2: This is a moment we go away to commercial, and uh, Regina oh. keeps the audience warm Keep for just warm. a moment. So uh, we'll be right back with uh, the end of the show, and that
1: means end of the show. Food. Hello. You've reached the voicemail of funny people talking. We're not here right now, but please leave a message and we'll call you back. Wait for the beep. Beep. Still there? Good. My guess is the schmoes hung up. This is Funny People Talking.
2: Oh my God, Regina. That was oh hilarious. my God, Regina. <laughs> oh my okay. God. It's is. It is end of the show. <laughs> I don't even know if I can go on. Woo!
4: I'm so hot.
2: It's so good. I'm um, warm. Um, it's warm. I'm also warm. It is the end of the show. You know what that means. It's time. No, because
0: you warmed me up. Oh God, it well. <laughs> I guess I wore myself up in the process.
2: <laughs> Danielle's got her own little show going on the side it's over true. here. It's true. It's time for... End of show through. That's right. End of show Food. Delicious. Our good friend producer Elsie has found uh, something very interesting for us oh to boy. try. It could be a snack, it could be food, it could be a drink. You
0: never know yeah, what it's I, gonna I, be. I have no idea. Um <laughs> Look here's, everywhere.
2: Here's how it works, so you dun, know dun, dun, our audience already knows, but I want to share it with you. Elsie will explain what she's got, go through it with us. We're not allowed to taste it until she says go. Okay. And then we have to experience it, but also okay. rate it mm. on a scale. Of chickens, the number of chickens that scale is is up to you. So it could be a scale of one thousand ninety-two chickens, which you rated it so many.
0: Do I have to announce my chicken scale? We will go through that process when I get there. Okay, great. Okay, all right.
4: And so, great. Elsie, yeah. What have you procured for all of us? Well, hopefully, none of you have had this before. But so I have uh, Ruffles mozzarella and marinara chips.
0: (gasps) Whoa. Whoa, Ruffles.
3: Rapples. I have definitely not well, had those. You got two Italians here. Right. I definitely we're ready. haven't had those. I'm ready for a mozzarella
0: stick. I definitely haven't All
1: had
2: right. those. Alright, so this is savory. ruffles. Okay. But this is mozzarella and marinara. Yeah. So if we if this is right, this tastes a little like a little lasagna or something, like right?
3: Of... Or as my grandfather says, mozzarella. Uh Hold.
0: I like that we're like little children. Oh, wow. oh,
3: that's good. Ooh, I'm excited. I got a lot. La-
0: Thank giving you Giving it a
3: sniff Okay, giving it, it, it Yeah,
0: yeah
3: hands, Ooh, I know we're not allowed to eat yet Until so she right, says go I, I always eat before It's bad That's good for now Okay, well, I'm getting um, Now they look like Ruffles potatoes. on the nose Right, but give it a sniff
1: mm.
3: Yeah, ruffles on the nose Also right, It ma- smells ma- like Sprinkled on, spr- 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 spr-
0: spr- on a mozzarella yeah. stick maybe Is yeah. that what we're smelling? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this, Like the herbs Yeah, the herbs that you sprinkle on yeah Right Oh my god. It
2: smells it smells like the sauce you would
4: get with mozzarella. Right. Paste. Yes.
0: Okay. I think that's even I think that's even better. Are we going?
4: Hence the
1: marinara. Right. Oh. All, all
0: right, right. so yeah, one, two, three,
3: three, cool.
2: okay. one, two, three, go. One, two, three, go.
3: Whoa. Well, they're tasty. Oh wow.
2: The taste is more powerful than the smell was. Oh. Right? Yeah. This
3: is, uh, oh. <laughs>
4: hmm. They are cheesier than I thought. Yeah. To me, they're very cheesy.
0: I love cheese. I, super cheesy. I like these. Like these are very eatable. Oh yeah, not even edible. Like they're dangerous.
2: <laughs> these are dangerous.
0: Yeah. Oh,
3: this is good.
2: Did you? Where did you find these, I Elsie? Mean, um, I don't know.
0: Thanks. <laughs> in okay. a store,
3: on Amazon. No.
4: Now, well, somewhere in my travels.
2: I'd seen, I don't know. I've seen these advertised, but I hadn't seen them in a single store.
0: Ever. I don't even think I've seen them advertised. Mm-hmm. No, unless I missed like, the Ruffles campaign, which they do a lot of. Fun wow. Well, but
3: Lay's did oh, a lot of you're stuff, right, remember? You're right. Lay's yeah. was like bubblegum baby diaper flavor or whatever.
2: Well, these are really.
3: So
0: Ruffles yummy. is trying to get in on that.
2: All right, so Danielle, what do you think about these, these oh. chips? Mm-mm.
3: Man, y'all, most of them. You know how I am with cheese.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Actually, I don't know if you know. Um, I'm going to go 87 out of 87 chickens. Ooh, a perfect score!
1: A perfect wow! Score. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. Like
3: because that. they really delivered, and I also am a sucker for these chips.
2: Very good. Elsie. Uh, Thanks, Raffles. What about you?
4: Um, I'm going to say 70 out of 72.
2: Okay, deductions for?
4: Um, I'd like a little more tomato-y thing going on. But I like them. I like them. They're I tend, very good.
2: I, I tend yeah. to agree with you. I'll give them mm. 119 out of 120 for exactly the same reason.
0: Uh-oh. And
2: Regina, what about you?
0: I would go 85 out of 90 chickens.
2: Wow. Did oh, I my God. Four?
0: I would say that first bite felt amazing, and then did it lose uh, its luster a little I bit? I agree with you. Like, uh, I, that initial... Po- I was like, there's so much cheese. And then I was like, where's the cheese? So Even tasty. though I would still keep eating them. Let's not oh, yeah, lie about yeah. that, but...
2: Now, now, here's a question for you. Yeah. I don't, do you drink at all?
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, well, We're going for cocktails after. I want to know.
2: Yes. With these chips, beer, wine, or soft drink? Oh. Not, like... not should someone drink right. beer, wine, or soft drink, but what's going to match the best?
0: I feel like beer. I think beer with these chips. I feel like a, a Coke, a Cola. I,
2: okay. See, I'm thinking like a Dr. Pepper.
3: Mm. Well, I mean, that's the same thing. For some thing. reason. Yeah, no, well, well, for sure.
2: Well, it has 42 flavors or whatever. <laughs> what uh, it
3: has uh, 23 flavors. 23 flavors. Okay. <laughs> so, <yeah>. It does. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was so good. Well, thank
2: you very much, Elsie. That was a really yeah, nice
3: thanks.
0: finish well, that to the show. You're welcome.
2: All right. That's you it for this it. episode of fun People Talking. And a fine one it was as well. We've been through many journeys together. So many journeys. And we have. Well, thank you so much. Very much. Regina De Chico, uh it's such a pleasure to have you. Thank on the you guys show. so much for and
0: having me. Oh, I'm so glad we got gotcha.
3: you.
2: Best of luck to you on uh, uh, everything that comes next, and may you get your cartoon. Yeah.
3: Right.
2: And by the way, <laughs>
3: yeah. t- tell Whoopi we said hi. I will. Would you? Oh, yeah. I will. I'll the
2: tomorrow. That'd be fun. Uh, oh, thank yeah. You. Send him right. a link. That's
3: <laughs> funnypeopletalking.com with the chicken. Did you see the chicken? That's why okay, we rate okay. chickens. Oh, funny story. Yeah
2: first time we recorded this show Uh-huh. walked out of the building we're like okay I think we've got something here it was a nice little show we walk out literally there was a rubber chicken sitting by itself on the sidewalk and we Completely already did random. the chickens thing yeah it was.
0: A, that's funny it was, it
2: was a sign yep so alright it that, was funny thank you again Regina <laughs> that's it for this episode of funny people talking everybody we are so happy you're here with us we really do appreciate you listening every week um, although I don't know that you listen every week maybe it's a new bunch of people every week and
3: just, uh, you know, maybe it's a new I batch of 100 people every week but if you came back That'd from cool. last week thanks God uh, bless you yes God <laughs> Go bless back. us everyone um, all right
2: for my good friend Daniel Beckman
3: signing off farewell
2: and our producer Elsie thanks also our friend who's that ish thanks for not calling you a friend or just thanks to the audience thanks audience <laughs> I'm Mark Rico. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye bye. And stay funny. Stay funny.
1: Go on. Take a swig. It's only a little past the expiration date. This is Funny People Talking. Copyright 2019. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at, at Mouth Media Network or at our website funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth
0: Media Network. Amplify and connect.